1: Is Sports Talk Mississippi ah! on your radio and in the game right here on Super Talk Mississippi?
2: Ah! Hey, who's this guy? Good Friday afternoon and welcome to Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us on a football Friday. Great to be with you alongside Brian Haydad and Michael Borky. I'm Richard Cross. Glad to have you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Grabbit Golf Club. Two great courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. You can book a tee time or plan your trip online. At DancingRabbitGolf.com, perfect golf weather right now, and get a little chilly next week. You guys seen the forecast for like Halloween? Can't wait. Highs in the low 50s, lows in the low 30s, upper 20s one night. Almost there, at least in uh, in North Mississippi. So the uh, the cool weather is coming. Take advantage right now. DancingRabbitGolf.com. Love to hear from you. On the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Give your business the edge with gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business. Check them out online at cspire.com slash business. Great to be with you, and we got tons to get to this afternoon. There is a matter of Mississippi State at Auburn this weekend. A matter of Vanderbilt in Oxford to take on Ole Miss this weekend. We've got high school football, we've got a Food Friday, we've got Bruce Marshall, we've got Will East, and we are coming to you live from the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium, 22nd consecutive year, 22nd annual. They may have had a, a break somewhere during the uh, uh, the years that shall not be named around uh, 2020 or such. If, it, if we were here in
3: 2020. I don't
2: think so. Maybe not. But maybe. I, I don't remember. It's okay. We I've, I've blocked everything from the mind, almost everything from the year 2020, and that's okay. All I remember is KJ
3: Costello throwing for 632 yards. That's all I remember from that year.
2: Yeah, there wasn't really anything to remember after that. After there? that no, nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to be here every year. It's a, an all day remote for, uh, for Super Talk Mississippi. Got started this morning with the Gallo Show, and then Gerard in uh, middays from 10 until 1. And we're glad to be with Did you, you Gallo? as well. No. Okay. Did not. I know they don't like to, I mean, when they're in this area, there's like. Yeah, sometimes. Just let, just let Richard do it. Sometimes. Got in late last night, yeah. and uh, Alex was uh, kind to make sure Very everything was taken care of. Uh, enjoyed a couple of days off. Good to be back, though. And uh, did I miss anything, boys? Uh, uh, well, what Borky, did he miss, Hayden? Hey, set Dad?
3: up an OnlyFans.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> or he what? He to set up an
3: OnlyFans. He's trying to make some extra money. Uh, we talked crypto and NFTs and and what a uh, incredible scam that was. Uh, what else did we th- we, had, we we figured out how to fix the Saints? Yeah, who yeah. did? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get Dennis at, or uh, Pete Carmichael arrested the way Chris Olave did. Yeah, not like a hard uh, crime, not framing him for no, murder no, or anything. It's, no, it's just, just enough to hold him in the cell for the time of the game. Yeah, yeah. So beyond that, uh, we had some some state and Ole Miss talk, and uh,
4: here we are. Talked a are. lot yada, about yada, sign yada stealing, Richard. It. We, I mean, it, we, oh, we, yeah. knew, we, we knew we were talked talking. About we were talking moles before there was the connection of the former offensive coordinator possibly being a mole. Yeah. We knew that something was fishy about how this story was leaking. A couple days before they drew the connection between the computer crimes and the, oh, all of these guys are operating on the same computer where they store all of the itinerary for the cheating.
3: We, 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 discuss, oh, well, right. we, we discussed. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Good to see you. We discussed. Nice to see you, Glenn. The, we uh, we discussed how it's never good if there's a manifesto connected to your name. If you ever. ever hear the Richard Cross manifesto, you're probably either in jail or dead.
2: My thoughts aren't deep enough to compose <laughs> a manifesto. I want 600 pages am, on Richard Cross. I, I am very much a, a, surf, a surface level. Yeah. You see it. Here it is. That's, uh, that's, that's how go. we go. That's the way to go. What about the uh, what about the schedule this weekend? A couple of games that are coming up tonight, but frankly they don't really move the needle all that much. Uh, if you want Ivy League football, you've got it tonight on ESPNU with Brown and Pennsylvania.
3: The Chris Berman's uh all uh, Brown. What is Brown's mascot? They're the Bears, I'm pretty sure. It, I mean, it
2: makes sense. Uh,
3: i got to know, though. i got to be sure. Uh, and of course, we got the Quakers.
2: Yes, that is uh, Bruno at, the Bear. There you go. Their, uh, I like it. I mean, for Brown to be anything other than the Bears would be just doing it wrong. Yeah, it, yeah. It is it, it lends itself. And uh, we got FAU at Charlotte tonight as well. Your boy, Tom Herman's team. No, at, hey, uh, at FAU, Tom Herman. I, your boy. I, I thought. I thought that was your boy. Well, i was talking about Biff. Oh yeah, Biff Pogey. I'll take him. That's tell you gave me a cigar. No. So we, I, I, meant, I mean, with you being out, I meant to ask, what was it like to meet that guy? He had to be a, a trip. I, he, he was. He was. Uh, he was very insightful. He was indeed wearing, even in our coaches' meeting, a t-shirt that had like crew neck t-shirt cut into a V-neck. Yeah, and uh, sleeves were cut out. And what's his net worth? Significant. Yes. Okay. I love this guy. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's hard to pin down because he was not a necessarily a public. Yeah, he didn't run a publicly traded company; uh, it was more private hedge fund stuff. So, uh, but the, the the general assumption is hundreds of millions, and decided
3: to become a head football
2: coach. Yeah, at a uh, place that's really hard to win. Sure, why not? But they got their first win. Yeah, last week uh, they beat an East Carolina team that has been good and has been proud and is now not. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Post-Holton Aylers has been tough. Been tough for the Pirates. For, uh, for Mike Houston and ECU. So you got Tom Herman and FAU. Tom Herman. Coming off a, um, a a tough loss last week to UTSA. They got pounded pretty good last week. Yeah. So trying to bounce back against a Charlotte team that can't score. I'm curious. I uh, Forgive me for not being, like, having this memorized at this point. FAU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I know I missed Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, yours. And, uh, oh. That, that one doesn't smell right. Okay. That is a fishy line, boys. It is a fishy line. There you go. You did miss that, tell-
4: so you want to loop that in, go for it. Yeah, that, that can be Richard's
3: fishy line of the week. Yeah. What was ours? Mine was a south Carolina. Not because I think AM's going to win big. Not because I think South Carolina is, is going to upset them. Just because neither of those teams makes any sense. And AM's not good enough to be a two-touchdown favorite over anybody. But the same token, South Carolina might lose by 40. So it doesn't make any sense. Just stay away. The smell is overbearing.
2: Yeah. So coming in three days late with my fishy line of the week from PTG Outdoors, uh, FAU only a three and a half point favorite against an unable to score Charlotte 49ers team. What was in the your theme story? of the
4: week? Uh, mine was the over/under on uh, Mississippi State Auburn. I just remember. Right. It it's was 45. Yeah. Well, where are those points coming from? I mean, do they expect a big day from the special teams, I guess? Tolu Smith is going to be back for that game
2: and should be no problem. He'll have 20 and 10. Well, here's hoping. Yeah. You know what else Mississippi State needs to do if they want to win more football games? I'm listening. Give the ball to Tolu Griffin. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. How many years of this stupidity how many touches Just did he get irrational? Saturday? Not enough. Now, how many? I, if off the top of my head, it's like four. Ooh. Tell me you don't want to win without telling me you don't want to win. There's a lot of things that were said. Who saying. is your most dynamic playmaker on your team? It's Tulu Griffin. There were a lot of things said in the offseason that they weren't as
3: true as some of the things I talk about on Monday about putting your best 11 out there and explosive plays
4: and putting the ball in your playmaker's hands. That's a little, little coach-speaky. Hey, Dad, we talked yeah. about this the other day. The the preseason reports, done. Yeah. I'm, d- I'm done. Never again. Never, Never again. again with preseason reports. Not going to uh, believe from them. anyone. Not the Saints, not the Pelicans. Whatever your team is. Don't believe the preseason reports.
2: Unless you're a Georgia uh, fan, you can believe those. I do feel like the preseason reports that we provided for Ole Miss in particular have been fairly accurate. We have been pretty spot on. We're just getting lucky on that. Uh, Are we? Yeah, I think so. We're just lucky. Preseason reports on Mississippi State. I feel like Borky and I might have been a little more accurate than you were. Well, we had one game's worth of difference, and it was the Egg Bowl. Yeah, no, I'm not just talking about predicted record. I'm talking about things about which we should be concerned. You gave us a lot of the, eh, i worry about that.
3: The first thing I said was the secondary,
2: where they're awful. Well, yes, that is an issue. That is an issue. But you didn't think the transition from coaching staff to one to another was going to be an issue? I did not. You didn't really think that the offense was going to miss a beat?
3: Well, I mean, miss a beat is, is pretty strong. They weren't really great offense. They needed to find a beat.
2: And yet they've been worse. They have been worse. So, anyway. Um, Do we like the schedule in the SEC this weekend or is this one of those weekends where even though we shouldn't do it because it always bites us in the bum, we're kind of looking ahead to next weekend? You've got the
4: possibility of electricity with a couple of these games, but not like at this point, if that makes sense. They can be good, but we don't expect them to be. Tennessee, Kentucky is frisky. Cocktail
3: party is always fun. State Auburn, you got five games game. in the league, and three of them are
2: double-digit favorites. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. So you got you know you got some some chances there. Ole Miss plays the way they did against Vanderbilt and Oxford two years ago. Who knows? I think Ole Miss was about a twenty-four point favorite in that game. Turned out to be a whole lot closer. Mississippi State Auburn. What did you guys say the total was? I got 41 right here. So that's dropped, dropped a in. lot. It was yeah.
3: 45 on Tuesday. All right.
2: Somebody, a, a sharp, perhaps, pounded as they the should. under. As they, they should. should. Sports Talk Mississippi, just getting started with you. Friday afternoon, football Friday. Thanks for being with us. We're back right after this.
1: Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Bum, bum, bum. Thanks for being with us all on a football Friday. We're coming to you from the 22nd annual Banking and Finance Symposium hosted by the School of Business Administration, Banking and Finance at Ole Miss. We're at the uh, the Oxford Conference Center, and uh, we've been doing this for a bunch of years. Yeah, uh, this is uh, it's always on a home football weekend, and so everybody seems to be in a good mood. Uh, I think this is the cocktail hour, which maybe yeah, is the real explains. reason that everybody yeah. is in. By
3: the way, in such a good mood. I'm a little disappointed, in you? Uh, why is that? You haven't noticed.
2: Is that a 3x? Oh. That's one of the ones. Yeah, man. Congratulations.
3: I, I, I was getting my shirt on. and I had one of the the new the new ones that I have. I was like, let's just try her on. Yeah, I put it on. I was like, "Oh, okay, let's tuck her in." Yeah, tucked in. I was like, "Yeah, we're did good." L- you did
2: a little jiggle. I j- did a little, and then did a little happy dance. And then I was like, "This fits, so we can go." Well, I I didn't notice right off the bat, so forgive me for that. Yeah, I forgot that that's one that I'd gotten you. Yeah, before. yeah this is this is the one that we were we were here in Oxford. By the way, when we talk, what we're discussing is the the genteel golf shirts that we tell you about yeah. all the time. And as you well know, uh, Brian Haydad making many of the jokes himself. Uh, had to have special order. Special ordered uh, because they make up to three x right. in terms of sizes, and the initial special order uh-huh. you needed the we got four x and five x five x, and you tried on the four x and you're like yeah, yeah. You gave it back to me yeah five x was was and, good and so you you went with the five x stuff right. And then we and moved down to four X. Moved, moved to four. They that, did another special order. That was about uh,
3: was about
2: two, two, three
3: months ago. That yeah, was in August. I got those shirts when we were at the when we were at College Corner. Borky and I did that remote at College Corner.
2: Yeah, we, we tried to get them done in time for SEC media days. They weren't This
3: was double decker weekend. Okay, and we had a remote up here at Visit Oxford. That's right, and we were just talking about, and you were like, well, let's see about a 3X. So you called Gentile and they drove a shirt to the square. That's right.
2: Blake brought it by and dropped it, like, it threw off. threw
3: it at us. <laughs> we got that. And yeah. I, I went in the restroom and looked at it, and I was like, ah, no, it's a little – it's hugging my curves a little too much. Okay. Know? But today, uh, we, I don't know if you can see here. All right. If uh, you can just see here. Uh, so I'll just get – this, this is where we are today. There Look you go. Look at you, man. I like it. All right. So, Three X.
2: So where are we on the uh, on the we're, scale? It's we're, we're at two ninety three. Okay. So we're we're continuing the. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. It's a it's a beautiful process, yeah. and we are now um, almost ten full months in. Yes. yes. January one was start we're, day, right? Let's see. No.
3: Well, let's see here. I'll just. I have to go back and change this, but. If I if I quit logging here, I have logged 298 straight days on this app. Okay, w- after I finish logging tonight. Well, I don't know what day we are on the calendar, but I think we're 300 we're, days
2: in. It was right about okay. So January 2nd, January 3rd, somewhere in there, where you decided it's time. We are. This is day 300. This is day 300 yeah, of so the year. So I, so I you let started on January 3rd. Yeah. yeah. And in 298 days, yeah. you have dropped. Uh, 77 pounds that's awesome man we're and, getting and you know what to, to, you know what to me stands out is that you have you you've done it in a healthy way you haven't yeah. done one of these deals where you dropped 50 pounds right. in six weeks right I, I, I'm just not convinced well, that the body is made I'm not for doing the, that. the
3: fasting thing right I, I Ate three meals a day. I, you know, if I want to have an ice cream cone, I'll have one. Okay. If I want to have a big steak and some thick-cut bacon at a steakhouse in Nashville,
2: I'll do that as well. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, that's where we are. So, all right, we're excited. Real quick on a on the C Spire text line, Bubba in Starkville, happy for you. Awesome, my friend. Thank you, Bubba. That's Bubba. Appreciate it. Uh, here's another one. No name. Well done. Hey, Dad, keep up the good work. Thank you. Uh, way to go, Brian! Keep it up. Hot sauce. I like hot sauce. Uh, struggle is real. I'm with Hey Dad. Congratulations and keep going. That is from Russ in Tupelo. Thank you. And that's it for. Oh, uh, congratulations on the weight loss from Joe in Quitman. Thank so, you. Thank and, so, is it time for me it's, to? It may be
3: time. Okay. So I walked four miles today. Too. There you go. So this week I've been challenging myself to walk. I start Monday three miles. Yeah. And I've just tried to add a little every day. Okay. So today I did four miles, 4.05. And my goal is Sunday I'm going to do six. I'm going to do my normal three-mile. I'm going to do it twice. Okay. And so we'll see how that goes. And if
2: I don't die, I'll be on the Monday show. That is that is fantastic. I uh, I it's probably the first time this calendar year that has happened. Maybe there've been a couple of isolated days, mm-hmm. but I did outwalk you a couple of days this week. I believe it significantly. I believe that. So I totally believe it. Though that's good though. Yeah, uh, very good. good. Uh, hey, Dad is prepping for his OnlyFans account. Yeah. That on be C Spire text right. line. I have one right now. It's on OnlyFats.com. <laughs> Just tra- getting ready for the transition. Yeah, the tra- That's a different kind of transition. Yes, uh, indeed it is. Richard, All I can't right, decide so if I'll you'd have loved
4: what our opening segment yesterday was or not. I, I've been, he he would have laughed. He would have laughed. It was good. Because I randomly dropped, like, I, I'm, I'm looking for some, you know side hustle. I need to make a little extra money. And when you Google side <laughs> hustles, it's like tutor uh, Chinese kids to teach them English. And It's like, that sounds like really hard work. I'm looking for passive income. You've got to learn Chinese first. Right. Yeah. So then the text line was like, well, Borky so get an OnlyFans, and then off and Just running. take pictures of your feet,
2: is what people were like. Do you have good feet? Uh, it doesn't matter, evidently. Well, apparently I mean, not. So so you don't have to have good feet for people so. with a foot fetish to...
3: maybe you know, there's, there's, Everybody's got somebody that loves them, you know? That's right. Do you think people would pay to look at my feet? I think there's at least one person on Earth, yes, that would pay to look at your feet. I wonder how much. Well, that's that's maybe you need to find out. Maybe you need
2: to test the market. We well, get a message on here that says only feet. Yeah, only feet. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's what happens hey, when you when that, you leave, Richard. Uh, it's, yeah, there so that's are no There are no rails. There are no rules here.
4: I, the, yeah, you, there's no. You can't go off the
3: rails if you never get on the rails to begin with. May
2: I may I be honest and tell you that I, I didn't hear it live. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's yeah. okay. I, 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 I,
3: I, probably better I'm that way. Man. Honestly,
2: busy man. I uh, I just I just checked out for a couple of days. So. Um, not the full-on you're setting up your television for, for watching pattern, but more like a watchability index. Yeah. Let, let, let's look at some of the games that are happening tomorrow in the different time windows. So the 11 a.m. window, Central Time, Florida State, Wake Forest, Oklahoma, Kansas, Indiana, Penn State, UMass, is at Army? Wonder what about the – oh, uh, 55 and raining. You know, I didn't expect to have UMass and Army high on my watchability index, but 55 and raining at Mikey Stadium, and and it just might be a little higher than I had anticipated. Uh, Maryland at Northwestern. South Carolina, Texas A&M, Houston, Kansas State, West Virginia, UCF. South Carolina,
3: Texas A&M is a great sicko game.
2: Okay. All right, so in terms of watchability, which which one out of that 11 a.m. window is at the top of your list? Texas a South Carolina.
3: Is it? It's, yeah. It's got great potential to go completely sideways for somebody. Well, that, that's it. It's in College Station, right? It is. What if it's 14-0 South Carolina? What if South Carolina comes out hot and hits a couple of big plays? Then all the A&M fans will hiss
2: because they're not yes. allowed to boot. I, w- I want to hear the hiss. <laughs> um, so that's, that's the one for me, yeah. Are the Sooners on upset alert? Well, to me, that's the one, Borky. Oklahoma at Kansas. There's something to that. Jalen Daniels playing in that game, I believe. OU seven and zero on the year. Dylan Gabriel's been good. He's got 19 touchdowns and three interceptions. I, I do think that that's one preseason prediction that a lot of people missed on. Ah, Dylan Gabriel. He, no, he's been he's been good this year, and that offense has been good. And we probably need to. I mean, hey, Dad, are you still holding on to Brent Venables? Not actually coaching a game. No, the he'll be back. Okay. He's good to go. Yeah, I just. Presented with new information, sometimes I change my mind. Hey, he go. could yeah, take the Michigan mind. job. You never know. Is Harbaugh going to be gone? No doubt. Yes, he's going to the NFL. He's got. To, it's time to go. It's time to go. Is he going to find a landing spot in the NFL, or is he just going to get fired?
4: Oh, when the saints
2: <laughs>
4: go marching
2: in. I have an idea, Richard. Oh,
4: when the okay.
3: saints go.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: I got an idea too. Uh, early afternoon, Memphis at North Texas. That is an off-the-radar good football game. North yeah. Texas playing pretty good ball. Uh, Memphis coming off a, uh, a a big win against UAB last week. Cocktail parties at 2.30. BYU at Texas is at 2.30. Oregon at Utah is 2.30 as well. You mentioned that one a few minutes ago. You think that's perhaps the best game of yes, the weekend? Yeah, that's the best game of the weekend. I think that's a sneaky
3: upset pick too. I think Oregon, I think Utah has a chance to win that game. They're tough at home. Of course they're just they tough do. period. College game days there tomorrow. Yeah, that's that, that's a game to watch, I'm just telling you. Thank yes. you very much. Sure.
2: Well, you you should go talk to her during the break. Yeah. I, I think he's a yes. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Had a uh, I don't know what the plates are, but I'll take one. I guess they're getting ready to close down, and the okay. uh, the nice oh yeah, yeah lady in charge offered to when, when, uh, fix you, when you when you walk as much as I did, you got a few extra calories to play with. So I'll have a cupcake. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. There you go. Had a uh, a late lunch at Proud Larry's with uh, Tom Hart and Cole Kubelik. Little name drop there. I guess <laughs> I mean whatever. I'm talking. To, uh, Cole. I'll
3: tell you. The Why break. are you giggling? I'll tell you, the break. I I made I made, I made Cole book laugh today.
2: Uh, hey, one low key good game to watch coming out of the ACC. Duke at Louisville. That is a that's not even a low key good game. That's a good game. Yeah, but it's not one that's going to the top of the marquee. No, 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 anybody. but but
3: but you want to check in on
2: that game. Yeah. We will uh, we will circle back Jensaki style to the watchability <laughs> index a little bit later <laughs> in the Attaboy. show. But it is a football Friday in the Magnolia State. That means a bunch of high school football. You had a bunch last night. You got a bunch tonight. Will East will join us coming up next. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more.
1: Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. It is a football Friday. I guess football Thursday and Friday when you're talking about high school football in the Magnolia State. And it it's time for us to go to the Farm Bureau Friends line. <laughs> Check out yeah. favorites.com and go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau will... Will, Will, William Quincy East joins us from inside Studio X to talk high school football. What is your middle name?
0: Austin. William Quincy's better. Austin East. That's not as exciting. Do you like your name? My brother and I were both named after PBS shows. I was named after Austin City Limits, and my brother Blake was named after the show Blake 7, which lasted for like one season. So we were both named after PBS shows, so there you go. It really
2: sister, is a shame that you're not William Sesame East. I say his sister,
3: <laughs> Judy Snuffleupagus East. was She's a lovely woman.
2: Sunny days.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, good you'll day. put on a cardigan. And William Rogers. Rogers East. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He could be Will Rogers. If you could change your middle name uh, to what would you change it?
0: Uh, beast.
2: Because I have the list of the fifty best uh, middle names to go with Will. Did you say Beast? Yes. William William Beast East. <laughs> yes. I think Least would be better.
0: No, yeah, I think opinion. you
2: should go with Bob. Why? Not th- ro- not Robert. I think, I think so that you could be Will Bob. <laughs> I think he should change. He
3: should just drop the East and become be Stone Cold uh, Will Austin.
0: Uh, I, let uh, me tell you when, when, that, when that Austin three sixteen shirt came out when I was in high school. I had, like, 15 of them because I wore it every day. There you go.
2: Yeah. William, good afternoon. Thank you for uh, putting up with our hijinks. What is happening in the world, the wide, wide world of high school football tonight that is of concern?
0: Well, tonight, and we had a lot of games last night. 4A, 3A, and 2A played a lot of games last night, but not every 4A, 3A, and 2A team played last night. We have some games tonight, so we don't quite know exactly the playoff situation just yet. It's a little murky. We have some outstanding games out there before we can fill out our playoff brackets, but 7A, 6A, 5A, and 1A, the majority of those teams will play tonight, and it's almost the end of the regular season, so it's the end of the regular season for 4A, 3A and 2A, 7A, 6A 5A, will have their end of the regular season next week, they'll mainly play on Thursday next week, but tonight's games, the big game tonight really is on the coast, and that's Ocean Springs taking on Gulfport and if you'd asked me before the season I'd have said, snooze alert nobody wants to watch that game except for, you know, if you're an Admiral or you're a Greyhound fan, but All of a sudden, these two teams are incredibly good. Two of the biggest surprises of the year. I really thought Ocean Springs was going to struggle this season because they were replacing Bray Hubbard at quarterback. Blake Pennock, their head coach, he went over to Gulfport. But Ocean Springs has just been on a roll this year. Their only loss of the year was a one-point loss to Madison Central on a last-second field goal in the very first game of the year. Since then, they've been just rocking and rolling. Gulfport's one of the most improved teams from last year. They're five and three, so their record doesn't quite look as impressive, but two of those losses were really close. One of those was against Picky in a game they probably should have won. So this is a big battle for the top spot in region four of seven A and and this kind of playoff positioning is really important in high school football, especially for Region 4 of 7A, because Region 3 of 7A is really deep, and so you want to get a good playoff matchup. Yeah. So the better you uh, you finish in the regular season a uh, number one seed or number two seed, the more likely you are to make a deep playoff run. Well, I feel like we've had this conversation about different schools through the years.
2: Is Ocean Springs now in a position where the next step, them as a program is making it to a state title game because there have been some good regular seasons, Uh, they've had some outstanding individual performers, but for, I don't know, a decade now, we've talked about Ocean Springs as kind of the class of the coast. They've just been really steady year after year in the coast's largest division
0: classification. And, and the, the the teams in that largest classification on the coast have struggled. They have not made it to a state championship game. I, you got to go back to the formation of 6A, way back when, the last time a, a team from the largest classification on the coast made it to a state championship game. It just hasn't happened. Ocean Springs has been the best. Uh, last year they were three points away. Uh, they got beat by Brandon in that South State title game. And, again, I thought they were really going to fall off, but they're, they seem like they're much better – A much better program than what maybe I gave them credit for. Uh, Blake Pennick built a great program there, but now he's at Gulfport. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, There's another big game on the coast tonight. Uh, It's in the 6A classification, and that's Picayune taking on George County at George County. We all know about Picayune and how good they are, but they lost star running back Chris Davis a couple of weeks ago. It's been running back by committee. They've done really well uh, without him, but they do... They're not the same team without him still. And tonight they'll be playing George County. They should win this game. George County's a lot better than they were last year. They only had two wins last year. This year they're 7-2. and two. But this is a battle for the top spot in a Region 4 of 6A. Another big game tonight is one that's very surprising to me, and that is Brandon taking on Meridian. If we go back to the beginning of the season, Brandon was 0-2, Meridian was 1-3 and at one point. And I never would have guessed these two teams would have been doing as well as they are now. Brandon is the hottest team in the state. Last week, guys, they finally... Seven straight wins? Seven straight wins. They finally figured out how to throw the ball. They had uh, uh, Landon Barnes, the quarterback for Brandon, had five touchdowns uh, in that game. All five went to the same player, wow. Jay McQueen. Wow. Yeah. And that's without Nate Blunt, who, you know, the star running back there. So they, they're they really... You know, uh, explosive on offense right now. But Meridian is such a big surprise. Marcus Boyles, the guy who won state championships at Taylorsville and and Wayne County, is now at Meridian, and he's turned that program around. They have not made the playoffs since 2017. And him and Daniel Hill, the running back, doing big things. In the past two games, Daniel Hill has 700 rushing yards and six touchdowns. 348 yards in one game, and last week he had 352. Pretty incredible.
2: I want to ask you about two undefeated teams in the uh, north half. We only got time for uh, a few more minutes. Uh, two teams that are sitting at nine and zero, in uh, in Lewisville yes. and Winona. We've talked about Winona a little bit throughout the course of the year. There, there are a couple of players on that team that are absolute Division One players, and we've talked about Louisville a good bit throughout the course of the year. Do either of
0: those teams have uh, a right to claim maybe the best team in the state? Lewisville certainly does. Well known in a three in the three A classification, so it's a little bit different, I think. But Louisville, they beat Startville, you know, they beat West Point. I think they're the best team in the state right now, bar none. And by the way, last night we had a undefeated team go down. We had four undefeated teams in four A football going into the games last night. Last night, Ripley lost to New Albany, twenty-eight to ten. They are no longer undefeated. Oof. They do have the number one seed, but now your undefeated teams in four A are Lewisville, who I think is the best team in the state, and then right. you have Columbia, and then a very good Macomb team.
2: All right, we'll uh, keep an eye on those. Any other uh, any other matchups tonight? that kind of jump off the page at you? we talked about some stuff on the coast,
0: maybe either in the central part of the state or in uh, in the northern part of Mississippi. I would say Madison Central and Starkville. Before the season, this was going to be, you know, I circled that one as one of the games of the, the year. But uh, just because Madison Central had, uh, what, a three-game losing streak and then Starkville has lost some surprising games here and there, Uh, including a one-point loss to Germantown a few weeks ago. Now they're jockeying for position behind Tupelo in the Region 2 of 7A standings, and they're playing tonight. And that's probably the most important game for those two teams so far this season. Uh, So that's Madison Central uh, traveling to Starkville to take on the Yellow Jackets.
2: All right, I want to put you on the spot here. I know we talked a second ago about who might be the best team in the state. I want to go 7A all the way down through 1A. And you tell me, the team, that when we get to the playoffs, you are most scared of facing in each of the classifications. Who are you most scared of in 7A?
0: Brandon, definitely. 6A? West Jones, without a doubt. 5A? Oh, I'd say Holmes County. Nobody's talking about them. 4A? Lewisville. Without a doubt. And, and not even close Lewisville, for you there. What about in 3A? Lewisville, maybe McComb. Uh, in 3A, okay. 3A is a little bit more difficult. I'd say Winona, maybe Jefferson Davis County.
2: It, it, didn't we see a year ago with Raleigh what a star, yes, you know, five, four star, five star, bona fide prospect at the next level can do? Uh, and, and Winona's got a couple of those. So, uh, all
0: right, so that's what we're watching in 3A. What about 2A? 2A I still think it's Charleston as the team to beat although okay. Bay Springs is really good but Charleston I just they're so talented and uh, I just think they're 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 really awesome and then 1A 1A is always maybe the most difficult region or difficult classification to pick it's hard to pick against Hollandale Simmons when they're you know beating teams 60 to nothing but you don't know really who they've played so I would say Hollandale Simmons in 1A there you go. You did well on the uh, on the hot seat. Thanks, Will. Always enjoy it. Yes, sir.
2: Hey, don't forget, when we finish tonight here on Sports Talk Mississippi, you've got the high school football preview show, and then tonight, beginning at 10 o'clock, it's the Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Company's scoreboard show. Anywhere you get Super Talk, you can get that as well. We will continue from the 22nd annual banking and finance symposium. Ken Syrie will join us coming up next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studio. We'll be right back. I gotta go where it's
1: Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I knew that I always liked Dr. Ken Syrie. Yeah. We've always had fun in our conversations. I like him more now. Yeah. You you know why? Why? Very self-serving. I just found my name in his bio in the the book for the uh, 22nd Annual Banking and Finance Symposium. Hold on now. I love this. Hey, he, Sports talk with Richard Cross. I'm Absolutely. on this show,
3: too. What's going on here? Borky yeah. and
5: I are on this list. I mean, well, well, I mean, what school did you go to, Borky? Oh, Bar- now it comes out. asking. Now it comes <laughs> out.
2: Uh, it is a pleasure to be with you on this Friday afternoon, a football Friday in the Magnolia State. Brian Haydad, Michael Borky. I'm Richard Cross, and we are now joined by uh, Dr. Ken Syree as we broadcast live from the Banking and Finance Symposium hosted by Ole Miss, the 22nd year of the uh, symposium. Uh, Ken Syree is the chair of the Mississippi Bankers Association and uh, professor of finance at uh, Ole Miss. Always good to see you.
5: Yeah, good to see you too. Thank you for having me.
2: How's today gone? Has it been good?
5: It's been fantastic, actually. You know, we, we started out the morning with a women in finance breakfast, it was great. Uh, Coach Mike Bianco came, and he always does such a great job and talked about a lot of interesting stuff, uh, leadership, uh, being a great team member, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just wonderful there. We had uh, Dan Brown, an ABA economist. Uh, we also had a couple of investment bankers talk in a fireside chat, trends in fintech, mergers and acquisitions, blockchain, uh, strategic Talent planning, all sorts of great stuff today for the bankers. And you know, if you're a banker, a good sports analogy, you know, there's a lot of turmoil. It's like a, just a, a, a something happens unexpected. You don't know what to do. You know, your your quarterback goes down. You got to get the third string guy in because the second string guy's out too, and then all of a sudden you audible. That's the way banking has been for the last 18 months. There's just been so many things going on.
2: Yeah, and you know, Ken, a year ago we talked with you about something that I, I think our listeners were fascinated by at least a little bit Is be, it was a conversation about crypto, cryptocurrency. Yeah, right, and, sure. and, and to me, the thing that is on everybody's minds, and yes, our audience is different to, to some degree than, than Gerard's audience or, or Paul's in the morning, but the truth of the matter is we all buy stuff, yes. and everything is more expensive than it used to be, and if you happen to be in the market to refinance a house or buy a house, you're looking at two-decade high interest rates at this time. What's going on in the most simple layman's terms, and why?
5: Yeah, that's, uh, it is tough, and what's basically happening is we put all the money into the economy, And as Milton Friedman said, inflation is too much money chasing too few goods. You might recall the Federal Reserve came out and said, well, this will be transitory. That was the exact phrase they used. And it turns out it's not transitory. So uh, what happened was that created inflation. So they're really the only way to get rid of inflation is to slow the economy. And that typically comes from raising interest rates. So that's exactly what's happened. And that's why inflation is so insidious. It's a tough problem to solve. Yeah. And that's why bankers, especially central bankers like the Fed, the US, worry so much about inflation. You don't want inflation because it creates uncertainty. So you, if you're buying a house or you're starting a business or you're doing whatever, then it makes it more difficult. And so you want to have very stable inflation and it leads to better economic growth and that's better for everybody
2: what should our just on a daily basis because it's really easy to go yeah that's like a big ticking clock up on uh, you know a wall on wall street but the, the the deficit with where it is it's just completely out of control what should our like in a daily life level of concern be about that
5: well the the deficit itself there's not much you can do about that right except maybe elect people that will pay attention to that More importantly, for all of your listeners, and this is great financial advice to everybody, Mm -hmm. always, no matter who you are, spend. (laughs) Spending is key. Spending is absolutely key. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're not overspending. And that's what most people that get into trouble. I do a financial talk, and I show all these athletes and and movie stars, you know, Nicolas Cage or Kurt Schilling or... You know, Willie Nelson or, or 50 Cent even. All these guys went bankrupt because they overspent. So they spent way more than they made, and most of these guys made millions of dollars. Right. So that's the key. You know, you you can live well, and, and if you choose to spend correctly, uh, and what I mean by that is don't buy things you can't afford. You know, I, I kid people. that some, Somebody asked me the other day, what what's your what's your dream vehicle? I said, I paid for a paid-for Toyota Tacoma. They said, what do you drive? I said, I paid for a paid-for Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> I so, said, you know, you, you, you don't it's have you. to. Yeah. It is me.
3: It, yeah. it, absolutely. That's yeah. the secret, right? So,
5: 100%. And it's, it's the same thing for athletes. These, these athletes come out and they say, well, you know, I just got a whatever, a $10 million contract, $3 million contract, whatever it is, and they spend like they're going to make that the rest of their life. If they would just say, okay, I, I've got $10 million, that's fantastic. So, yes, I should pay off debts, but I should start to realize I'm not going to have that income the rest of my life because, you know, if you're in the NFL, you're talking, what, six years on average or something like that? Maybe less at than best, that. It depends yeah. on the position. At, at best. Yeah, at best. So you have to think about that, and you you have to control spending no matter what you make, whether you make 30000 or $30 million. If you overspend, even, you know, Nicholas Cage, that's a great example. He bought... A cobra, a shark, and a, and a haunted house in in New Orleans.
3: <laughs> a cobra, Richard's a shark. very good about his spending. He hasn't bought a new jet in years. That's good. So he's doing good.
2: You know, very, I, very I, responsible. I have overspent at the $30,000 level. I'd like to give it a shot at the $30 million level. Just to, I'm, I'm not sure that it's possible.
5: Uh, well, but it, is, oh, it, but is. Yeah, right. it is, apparently. Yeah, you're right. It'd be fun to try, though.
2: Apparently it is. Ken, we'll spend more time with you coming up at the end of the 4 o'clock hour. Sports Talk Mississippi at the Banking and Finance Symposium in Oxford. What
4: do they want? Exciting news. Brace yourself.
1: More Sports Talk Mississippi now. no.
3: That's a fortuitous choice of music. But and, and,
6: yes, I, I mean, it really is. Yeah. It really I, is. I love that music.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at SuperTalk.fm and SuperTalk TV. Thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. Alongside Brian Haydad and Michael Borke, I'm Richard Cross. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studio. Check them out online at Pearl River Resort. Com. You want to be part of the conversation? You can join us on the Seaspire text line 601 879 4395. 601 879 4395. Learn more about them online at Seaspire.com. Seaspire customer inspired. We have a guest here, and this was not necessarily a planned guest. It started out as a bit of a strong arm, but it turned into something. This is a conversation that we want to have. Paul Dange joins us right now, former linebacker at Ole Miss. He is a banking and finance veteran as we uh, come to you from the 22nd annual Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium. Paul, thanks for spending uh, a couple of minutes with us. How are you?
6: I'm great, and I really appreciate it. I am not a banking and uh, finance guru. I'm here with one. Okay. But I enjoyed it and learned a whole lot today about uh, AI and, uh, you know, blockchain and and, uh, and, uh, how people are uh, financing, uh, you know, and dealing with the banking uh, changes in the banking industry.
2: I don't know that I need to use the exact phrasing, that Rod Taylor used to describe you but uh, he 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 um let me see if i can a bad man on the football field i think is the way he described it middle linebacker uh early 70s i guess 1969 to 73 is that the four-
6: 70 i played 69 70 and 71 so in the played in the sugar bowl Then we played uh, in the Gator Bowl and then in the Peach Bowl was my last year and then I I went on and played in the Senior Bowl, after that and then my you know uh, my body ran out on me but I had a great time and uh, love Ole Miss and uh, all our old teammates were great great people.
2: I want to ask you about the Peach Bowl that was at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium and uh, i I mentioned earlier to you Harry Harrison, who is a, a dear friend of mine and
6: great friend of mine, y- mine also. you
2: may not admit it publicly, but <laughs> I, I think you like him as well um, torrential rain
6: you know we got there uh a week yeah, you know those days you went i mean the game was i don't know the weekend we were there early in the week, and you know they obviously didn't have a drop of rain all week as soon as we were walked out of the hotel to get in the bus the rain started and it was unbelievable i mean you know it was uh, it was a mud bath but uh, we were fortunate to uh, beat uh, georgia tech that day and uh, it was uh, it was a great great win and we had a we had a great season that year we were 10 and 2 and uh billy Kennard's first year which was quite controversial and uh you know, so uh, it was uh, it was a great. Time.
2: Am, am I making this up, or was there a uniform change that happened either after pregame warm-ups or at halftime or something along those lines?
6: Well, there were a lot of people just had to change uh, uniforms because they were so soaking wet and so you know muddy they couldn't even tell who they were. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a rodeo that day for sure.
2: Being a teammate, but on the opposite side of the ball of Archie Manning, right?
6: Absolutely, well of course archie was uh, i mean you uh, no more accolades you can give Archie than he is, but on top of all that i mean, he's just a fine human being, just you know can't can't be a better guy always interested in how the old teammates are you know he's just uh he's a great guy but he, he graduated a year ahead of me yeah so he was already in new orleans uh, it, it, with uh, with the saints my senior year i always ask this question of, of
3: veteran football players when, they, when you talk about guys like archie quarterbacks that can move with their legs and play with their and had the big arm as well when you watch football these days do you look at it and go man if archie manning was playing today
6: you know, I, I, everybody talks about, you know, football today, and that these athletes today are unbelievable. They're big, strong, you know, run like the wind and everything else. But be that as it may, they ain't made any more Archie Mannix. <laughs> okay. I love it. And, and that, that's just that's my humble opinion, and I know it's biased, but look, uh, if it got down to it, and someone had a gun in my head and said, "Who you want to put, you know, be behind center?" He'd be my pick. Uh, and his sons are great, and they've, you know, they've they've done fantastic job, and all their statistics are, you know, they've set records everywhere they've been. But uh, I put my money on Archie.
2: Let me ask you this, Paul, because people say you know it's hard to compare eras. You you couldn't take, let's say, you and all your teammates from 1970 and just drop them into 2024 and say, go play Alabama and expect it to be competitive, even if if it was all of you in the shape that you were in. But if you and all of your teammates evolved to you were growing up in this era, it still would be the same people playing, right? Because you would have trained growing up, and you would have developed the way that today's athletes have developed as well, wouldn't you?
6: Well, I, you know, that, I guess there's a lot of conjecture. You know, they—that's
2: they, <laughs> what he does. <laughs> Sorry. They,
6: no, they. You know, they time me with a calendar instead of a clock. So I, I, I would have had to have I would have had to have a little bit, a lot more speed if I was going to uh, play today. But listen, it, it, you you take the the guys. Uh, you know, Dick Buskis just died.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: I mean. Who else played middle linebacker in the pros any better than Dick Buckus? Now, are the middle linebackers today more mobile, stronger, and everything else? You bet they are. Sure, absolutely. So, but if you put, you know, you put our group, our group of guys, and gave them the same, you know, opportunities to do what these guys are today, uh, I'd bet on us. I, I, I think, uh, I, I think I'd, I'd take, uh, I'd take those odds.
2: Hold on, I got a message here. I, I don't know if this is for the air. I'm not going to throw you under the bus because I'm not sure. Somebody sent a question to ask you. Uh, visiting with uh, Paul Danje, we are at the Ole Miss Banking and Finance Symposium. They've had a day full of activity, and uh, we're talking a little football. How, how close do you follow college football now?
6: Well, I, you know, i got to be candid with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, portal thing and uh, NIL uh, – I think it's bad for football, bad for college football. I, I want the player. The players should be paid. I'm all for that. But okay. I, I think what college football has today now is, you know, free agency with no salary cap. And, uh, you, you know, what What about the guy who's, who's out here playing, you know, and he's on the scout team and out there busting himself every day to make things better? and he isn't getting that paycheck you know and and i'm i'm not saying that there's any way to make it all equitable but uh, i follow college football i, I follow the rebels that, you know and I, I want them to win every you know every time they're on the field but uh, i just think this NIL thing is is they got to get they got to get a handle on it somehow for, for me
2: all right. Last thing for you. We're still three and a half weeks away from Egg Bowl Week. Yeah, is that right? So, so three and a half weeks. Give me a uh, a memory from from your time against Mississippi State. Now, backdrop here. Harry Harrison always says Mississippi State was not our rival. LSU oh, was. Oh my god. But, but you guys, it was based on. Kind of what was happening on at the that field time. at the time yeah. also. So give me a memory, Paul, from, from playing Mississippi State that stands out for you.
6: Oh, golly. Uh, well, I, I tell you, the, the memory of when we played Mississippi State that stands out for me was when I was a freshman. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, in those days, the thing, they, you, when you got there, they shaved your head, and, you know, there was a whole lot of different things. Well, anyway, it's the last game of the season, and the varsity came to us and said, look, you get beat by Mississippi State, we're going to cut your hair again. That's in the freshman game. Freshman game. Okay. All right. And, you know, I, I look, I, we had a team meeting. I looked at everybody. I said, listen. I can't stand getting my hair cut one more time. I mean, you no, know, I hadn't had a date in six months, you know. <laughs> I mean, look, I, you know, I mean, th- th- we got to do something here. So we all got together. We went over there and played them, and uh, golly, we beat them all over the field. And But they threw a touchdown pass late, and we're down by about f- four points with really less than a minute go left. And uh, Frank McKeller was the quarterback. I remember like I said. Anyway, he faded back, and old Frank, God love him, and uh, if he's listening, they'll take this wrong. But he was not, a, he was not, not a bullet passer. Okay, and he throws this ball up. And it is a dying quail, dying duck. I mean, it's flapping out there. And the defensive back, Mississippi State, couldn't stand it. He went for the interception, missed it. Bill Young caught the ball, ran 60 yards for a touchdown, and we won. And, man, oh, man. And, and then we we went wherever we went to the juke joint in, at Mississippi State. and uh, And when it went from there, we celebrated from there. But that was a, a great. Did you get a date after that? Uh no, but but, hey, but 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 at least my hair grew a little bit better. Uh, uh.
2: Very good, very good. Um, That's outstanding, Paul. Thanks for letting us hijack. Oh, listen, thank
6: y'all. I appreciate the impromptu opportunity, and uh, I sure I think Ole Miss has really got a chance to close this season out in great style.
2: We'll see Ole Miss and Vanderbilt tomorrow night. At uh, Vault Hemingway Stadium. We got more coming up with you at Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at SuperTalk.fm and SuperTalk TV. Alongside Brian Haydad and Michael Borke, I'm Richard Cross. We're back with you right after this.
1: Mississippi. Now. Now. now.
3: We get
2: us stabbed in here. Welcome back, Sports Talk well, I'm Paul, Mississippi hear that one. with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and Super Talk TV. Thanks for being with us. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, Paul, I, he was a lot very, of fun. very kind to sit down with us. It's one of the favorite things for me mm-hmm. is yeah. that when, when we go places – you never know. We, we we never know, right? I mean yeah. we know that uh we're we're going to have some conversations with people that are involved with whatever event that it yeah. is and those are usually at the end but of the year. But you never hour. know who's gonna show up. Um and, and and so Rod Taylor from Atlanta came over to us during the break and he said, If you guys are a sports show, you need to talk to my friend Paul Dange. Mm-hmm. And and he was um He strong armed him into that, which he, is he, interesting. He was vociferous in his yeah. uh in his praise of Dange. Yeah. And uh, that was a fun, fun conversation yeah. with Paul. Really, uh, really was. He, he painted a pretty good picture, Borky, of that uh, of that ball floating in the freshman game. I can, I can yeah, see it. The Isn't freshman it? Yeah. game egg ball. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, "I hope he doesn't get mad at me if he's listening." <laughs> yeah. he, he was not uh, known for necessarily throwing. That thing uh, was
3: flapping up the bullets. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh goodness! He, he said it was a dying quail, and then corrected it to a dying duck. Uh, you uh, you get the image. A uh, lot of fun. A lot of fun. Thanks for uh, being with us this afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road. Our program is brought to you in part by Genteel Apparel. Genteel is the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. You can find them online at genteelapparel.com. And if you are looking for, as cool weather approaches, some uh, log sleeves, you can grab something like Borky's got on right there, the uh, uh, little Q Zip. <laughs> Look, Borky. Oh, it's that's We just don't have one on right now. That's you. Borky uh, is something. We'll come up with a name for him. So, uh, Borky modeling the performance material. He's a little uh, footsie. Q-Zip uh, c- you know. there. Uh, hey, Dad, with one of the uh, printed patterns and uh, just, uh, in blue and white stripes today. Um, you can decide what you like as well. A lot of great options in the polo shirts, the, the golf shirts. A uh, lot of great options in the pullovers as well. Got a couple of kind of lightweight sweater material. Uh, pullovers, uh, quarter zips. Put,
3: put that on my list. Oh yeah. Yeah. Give me. Give me. I need. I need a new Q zip. I need a bigger Q zip.
2: Okay. But you know, we'll uh, we'll work on that. Yeah. yeah you think the the three X works in that I as should. well? I'll,
3: we'll give it a try.
2: I love it. If if it doesn't, I'll, I'll give it a few months. It'll be all right. I love it. Uh, you can check them out online at Gentile Apparel dot com. Genteel, the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't forget that uh, we have. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, um, Food Friday. So uh, make sure that you get your submissions ready for that. We look forward to hearing from you uh, coming up a little bit later in the show today. And also don't forget that the ceasefire text line is open at 601-879-4395. We're going to visit with Bruce Marshall in our next segment. We'll get his thoughts on some of the games that are happening this weekend. But right now, we need to go to uh, at least start the process of... Michael Borky's creation. This is Michael Borky's baby. He believes in his heart of hearts that this is the most important thing we do it on is. the radio every single week during football season. It is.
4: Two questions. The people have been been waiting for it with bated breath. So,
2: if it- you cared about this as much as you say you care about this, you would build us a music intro. We need a music band and an intro for if i'm gonna build up two questions like that
4: are, are you are you done right, can, can we move on to the actual content yes, or? let's start uh, into the actual two questions two uh questions? big spread in oxford so let's all right calm down over there yeah geez i mean you're just wasting time now on the most important 10 minutes of the week unbelievable but now big spread in oxford if we don't get two questions in that one that's okay we got to start over on the planes if Mississippi State is going to pull the upset as a six-and-a-half-point underdog, they absolutely must do what? Do you see him eyes when they I said pull the upset? Did you see that? Yeah, come on. They're six and a six-and-a-half-point six. underdog. If they win, it's an I, upset. I get it, but neither one, neither one
3: of these teams winning is an upset. They're both terrible. Um, the only thing upset is you when you watch this game, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> regardless, regardless of the Maybe uh, your um, stomach. Yeah. Um, they 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 must be more dynamic offensively because Auburn is a team that twenty four points probably enough to win you don't have to you don't have to, to get in the thirties to beat auburn you can win with twenty four points with their offense so it's this is no this is the thing that bothers me the most about State, not just this year but the past few years, is that nobody's asking them to, to be a team that averages 38 points a game and 550 yards of offense a game, right? They're just asking for some what is reasonable numbers in this day and age of college football. So when I say dynamic, I don't even mean they, – they, they don't have to be record-setting, but if they can put 24 to 28 on the board, if they can get you know f- close to 400 yards of total offense – it doesn't really matter how they get it, if it's mostly on the ground, if Mike Wright can hit some plays in the air. But you've got to call plays like you've got your full complement of whatever back there. You can't just say, well, we have Mike Wright, so we only have these plays. you, you, you got to let him loose. It's not like Will Rogers was just ripping the ball all over the field. Except for one game this year, he hasn't been particularly great. So why not just let let it rip and you know trust your defense a little bit. They showed you last week that they, maybe they're getting a little bit better. But offensively, yeah, they've got to have a game plan in place that allows them to be successful and doesn't just limit them.
2: The last time Auburn scored 24 or more points in a game, September 16th against Samford. When's the last time they did it against a Power 5 team? I mean, uh, probably Mississippi State last year. It's not this year. Yeah, It has not happened this year. They scored 59 in a win against UMass, 14 in a win against Cal, 45 in a win against Samford, 10 in a loss to a 20 in a loss to Georgia, 18 in the loss to LSU and 21 in the loss to uh, Ole Miss last week. Um, Mississippi State absolutely must run the football, and I mean run it a lot. The passing game, uh, one, is not good. It's not because there aren't weapons out there, but Mississippi State absolutely refuses to use its weapons. And so if you are going to refuse to use your weapons in the passing game, Combined with a quarterback that doesn't throw it very well, combined with a pretty good secondary, and Auburn does have a pretty good secondary, you got to have to tell me some other way that you're going to move the ball and score points, which means it's on the ground. Woody Marks got to stay healthy. He's got to stay in the ball game. they got to get that stretch going, zone going to the outside, which means you got to have linemen moving and being active and getting good blocks. Mike Wright, incorporate him into the run game as well. Put the ball in the hands of Tulu Griffin in the run game. You're not going to throw it to him. Hand him the football and let the guy go make a play. If you want to do that with Zavion Harris as well, I'm not going to get mad at you. Thomas. Thomas, Harris, whatever. Xavion. you know what I meant. Zavion Thomas might want to put the ball in his hands as well. Why would you do that? I don't know. If you watched him return a punt, it's pretty good in the open field.
3: I don't, I don't disagree with anything you're saying.
2: I am speaking truth to you, Zach Arnett and Kevin Barbe. If you're not going to throw the ball to weapons down the field, at least put the ball in their hands and give yourself a chance.
3: Richard, for the first time in his life perhaps, is speaking for the Mississippi State fan base today.
2: Well, I mean, you know, at some... I, I don't care if they're not the highest-paid staff in the SEC. You're pretty dang well compensated. Why don't you start earning your money?
4: All right. There you go. If Zach Arnett and Kevin Barbe were any more conservative, the Daily Wire would be bidding for their <laughs> broadcasting rights. So <laughs> They would host
3: the coaches so on OAN. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got America's <laughs> News Hour.
2: But first, the Zach Arnett Show. If they were any more conservative, Mike Gundy would choose to be an assistant on this staff. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, uh, wow. Well, uh, hey, Dad's hey, like, how did we get here? No,
3: I, I'm actually laughing at this. I'm trying to think of more more uh, comparisons
4: we could make. Mm-hmm. So, What can they absolutely not do if they're going to go over there and pull an Paul upset Paul Gallo tomorrow? would want
3: to interview him. Uh, what can they not do? They, they can't turn the ball over. Although I will say this. I don't necessarily know that Auburn is good enough offensively to take advantage of mistakes. And I, 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 the same goes for State, too, to be totally honest. But if State plays a clean game tomorrow, and if they're able to, to, to you know, sustain some drives... I mean Auburn. I, th- I think eventually just kind of runs out of gas. I think they're running low on gas as it is. I think last week they gave everything they had trying to beat Ole Miss. I don't know how much gas is really left in the tank for Auburn. So if you can you can play clean and take a lead into the third quarter. I'm not saying they're going to quit, but I am saying that they're going to look around and go, "What
2: are we doing?" Yeah. Um, Mississippi State absolutely cannot turn the football over. I mean, I, I and I'm oversimplifying it there. I, I know that it's like okay, if you're look, if you want to draw up like three keys to a win or three keys to a loss every week, you like protect the football. Uh, but but think about it. Auburn does nothing offensively, and Mississippi State's defense last week showed a pulse, right? They showed a life, like they are off the breathing machine. They're able to breathe on their own, making plays. You you can't turn it over and give that non-existent Auburn offense confidence and life and short fields and the ability to get points easily. You have to protect the football. So if Mississippi State wants to win this game, they absolutely cannot give it away to Auburn. That will take us to a timeout. We will pick up two questions at some point because it's so incredibly important later in the show But we will pause that to visit with Bruce Marshall on the Farm Bureau guest line coming up next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
1: It's time to get real. Real Sports Talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: You on sports talk mississippi on this friday afternoon we are coming to you from oxford today the 22nd annual banking and finance symposium hosted by the Ole miss school of business administration but right now we go back to the farm bureau guest line check out favorites.com and go with the home team mississippi farm bureau our friend bruce marshall bam sports.net good friday afternoon bruce how are you
7: hey pretty good richard
2: so let's just dive right in, Bruce. The bottom line is I usually talk too much leading into this, so let's just uh, dive in and talk about some of these games. I don't know that there is a game that is more interesting this weekend. That's one uh, one that is happening in the uh, the Pac-12. When you talk about Oregon and Utah, Oregon on the road, just a hair under a touchdown favorite at six and a half. That is a tough place for opponents to win.
7: It is a, um, a rich, and, and I don't know why. Oregon's favored by this much um I mean Utah hasn't lost a game in three years at home that was in the COVID season and they haven't so that means it's been four years since they lost a game in a real season at home um you know they know Cam Rising is out there but they found their quarterback finally uh in in Bryson Barnes I mean he, he really he led them back there after almost blowing the game against S C last week uh they circled they rallied around him uh the, the They are physical up front. The only team that's been able to stand up to them in the Pac-12 this year has been Oregon State. Um, SC couldn't. UCLA couldn't. I'm not sure that Oregon can either. And Oregon is pretty dynamic. But, you know, uh, Kyle Whittingham at home getting points, I don't know. I'd rather take Utah here. I think the Utes can win it. So I might even look at this thing on the uh, money line, too. 27-24 Utah. I think they win this thing outright, but certainly plus the points. That's the way I look.
2: I, I like it, and that makes a lot of sense to me. there's So So we've started doing a segment on the show on Tuesdays when we kind of first take a look at the lines for all the games across the country. We call it the fishy line because, you know, you you look at some of these and you're like, that ah, just doesn't make any sense. I was out the last three days, and so I was late to the party, but my fishy line this week was this game tonight between FAU and Charlotte. FAU is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite against a Charlotte team that scored 10 In a win last week against East Carolina, they were shut out against Navy. They only scored 16 against SMU. Why in the world is FAU only a a three-and-a-half-point favorite?
7: Good question. I love FAU tonight. Um, And it hasn't – now, they did get uh, uh, hammered last week by UTSA, but the Roadrunners are starting to play well now. they got Frank Harris back in the lineup. I mean, uh, the Owls just put 56 on uh, South Florida two weeks ago. Now, Casey Thompson, the quarterback who transferred in from Nebraska, got hurt about a month ago. But they had another transfer in, uh, Daniel Richardson from Central Michigan, who they thought was going to be the quarterback before Thompson showed up. Now the job is back to Richardson. and He's very capable. Here's the other trend, Rich, and you, get, you, you noted that uh, scoring stuff with Charlotte. How about this one? Uh, seven games for Charlotte this season. The visiting team has covered every game. 7-0. That means Charlotte hasn't covered at home, but they have covered on the road. Um, so by that token, on the technical side as well as the fundamental side, I am all over Florida Atlantic, and it's only 3.5. I'm looking now. That looks like a steal to me.
2: Yeah, it does to me as well. We'll, uh, we'll, So we'll see if it's fishy and the the, the guys somewhere know something that we don't, but that one doesn't make a lot of sense. What about Tennessee and Lexington to to take on Kentucky? Vols are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and if we're being honest, Kentucky just has not played very well its last couple of games.
7: It hasn't, and here's another case of one of these quarterbacks who transferred out of an ACC school last year, and several of them, Whether it be Armstrong at Virginia, Jarkovic at uh, Pitt, Jeff Sims at Nebraska, or Devin Leary here at Kentucky, they have really underachieved. A couple of those guys have been benched. In fact, three of them have been benched, except Leary, but he might be benched too uh, pretty soon, too. He's only managed 317 passing yards across the last three games. So something's wrong with this offense, and I thought Liam Cohen coming back and had things, was going to have things straightened out, but they have not shown much except for that game where Ray Davis ran for the 280 against uh, Florida. I don't think he's running for 280 against uh, Tennessee. They'll bring that cheetah package uh, up front on defense. One of the nation's leaders in sacks. They'll be in Leary's face. My only worry tomorrow would be that Joe Milton makes some mistakes, and it was that strip sack that... Uh, turned into a Stuke score that broke the point spread last week at Bama. But I think Tennessee's a better side and more reliable because I just don't trust Kentucky's offense. 28 uh, 19, Tennessee, this has mostly been their series for about 40 years now, just a couple of Kentucky wins. And last year, this was 44 to 6 balls in Knoxville. So it won't be that bad, but it'll be good enough to get Tennessee a win on cover, I think.
2: Bruce, what, what about in, in Auburn all, on the plains? And, and the, I think there are two sides worth looking at here. Number one, the the number, and Auburn is a six and a half point favorite at home against Mississippi State, and then the total, which has already come down this week, but currently is at forty one.
7: Yeah, um, I don't know. There's much edge there. Uh, Mississippi State wasn't too thrilling last week, although I maintain my rate was. Fairly effective at quarterback. Those runs kept some drives alive, and um, they won. And I still think he's a, as good a better fit for what they're trying to do there now than, than Will, who I guess is still out this week. Um, but uh, Auburn, I think Hugh Freeze is not doing what he should do here. And he should give Mike Gundy a call at Oklahoma State or Kyle Whittingham. We talked about him a second ago. Decide on a quarterback. Um, I don't like what he's doing with Peyton Thorne and Ashford. There just doesn't seem to be any rhyme and reason about it. And, um, and and neither of these guys has been comfortable, and I think it's really hurt Ashford this year. I think you just had, if you're going to go with him and with his style, just say, okay, take that pressure off him a little well, bit. You're going to be my guy for the next game or two, or you're the starter now. Neither of these guys seems to have... Uh, Grasped it, and uh, that's hurt Auburn. I think Mississippi State can go on, can can win this thing tomorrow if Wright's plan, because uh, he can control the flow of the game a little bit better with his ability to run too. Uh, Twenty to seventeen Bulldogs, and uh, this would be big for Zach Arnett. And I've seen enough of Auburn this year. Um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm kind of off. If I was ever on a bandwagon, I'm well off it now.
2: And if Mississippi State does that, one, wrong team favored, and two, the Bulldogs are then one win away from bowl eligibility with a game remaining uh, against Southern Miss. Got the Egg Bowl at the end of the year, so we'll see where this thing goes. Uh, let, let's go, uh, I guess, west from Auburn to Oxford. Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Ole Miss, big favorite in this one, 24-and-a-half, uh, coming off uh, – I don't know that you say emotional win, but there's just a lot of stuff surrounding Ole Miss and Auburn last weekend. That's now in the rearview mirror. Huge win against Texas A&M. Is that too many points in Oxford?
7: Um, I'm a little leery, only because of the spot here. That was sort of an emotional game last week. At any time, it's over three TDs. A little bit. I mean, Vanderbilt did rise up and play. When Georgia was flat, uh, Vandy was able to get within the number. That's the only Vanderbilt cover, though, their last nine games against the spread. Um, I think Clark Lee is failing miserably there. Um, They've already sort of gone to the backup quarterback, Seals. Swan was hurt. I guess he's ready to play now, but they're sticking with Seals. Um, They're just not that good. Uh, and uh, they Mike Wright was the reason they won a few SEC games last year and they let him walk in the portal. Um, and Lane has hit fifty plus twice in the last three years against uh Vanderbilt. You know, there is a path, uh they're gonna have to get some help along the way and I'm getting way over my skis here, but uh Ole Miss sort of there is a path for them to get to the final four. I mean this is this is it'd be kind of they need some help along the way, but including Alabama losing to uh L S U. Um But uh, there's a lot to play for there. And and Lane will not take it easy. Uh, And uh, I I think they'll run up the score here. 49-17, Ole Miss. uh, I think they will roll over Vanderbilt, which just ain't that good. And until last week, like I said, had not covered a point spread all season.
2: You you gave Hayden an involuntary shudder when you said there was a path to the uh, the playoffs, the Final Four for Ole Miss football.
7: (laughs) Well, I know. I was actually, you know (laughs) – Brett brought that up to me up in Memphis a little while ago, and I said, you know, I guess there is a path. A lot of now dominoes are going to have to fall, but uh, anyway, there, there's a path. Remote as it there,
2: is. There he is. We'll see if we get chaos. All right, uh, let's finish here. Uh, Bruce, you can, uh, you can get Bruce's work at uh, bamsports.net. Subscribe to the uh, picks if you want to do that. A lot of great information on the website as well. You know we've been uh, talking to Bruce for a really long time. Bruce, I always love kind of leaning on you when I say give us a game that, uh, that you love that listeners might uh, be interested in following along with as well.
7: Yeah. Okay. And by the way, you can also see that CBS Sports HQ now. They're putting me on like once a week on the HQ. Yeah. So uh, I was on yesterday. So uh, anyway, be looking for Multimedia that. Multimedia star. Uh, well, not quite. But uh, anyway, HQ. Uh, you can see me once a week usually there. Uh, here's one. It's the get-out game tomorrow night, Rich. You want to stay up late after coming back from uh, tomorrow and the fans coming back from uh, Oxford and the Vandy game? How about San Jose State over Hawaii? The number has gone up to about 10, 10 and a half It's not high enough. Uh, San Jose, that schedule early was very tough, but they have turned things around. They've run for 250-plus each of the last two weeks, blew out Utah State and New Mexico. Uh, they can still get bowl eligible. That's a big thing there. Their quarterback, Cordero, uh, played at Hawaii the first couple of years of his college career. Hawaii is a mess right now. They are way last in the nation in rushing, which figures – running the Red Gun, which is the old June Joan offense that his old quarterback, Timmy Chang, now the coach is trying to install. But they have no balance whatsoever. The defense is bad. All right. and the, same New, the same New Mexico that just killed San Jose, that just uh, that got killed by San Jose, just killed Hawaii last week. I will lay... You're number
1: one for Sports Talk. Anyone? Anyone? A- anyone? Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk, Mississippi.
3: Yeah, we didn't hear that very much when they came up to Oxford a few weeks ago. Who's that? The, we did not hear Chinese bandits very often in that game.
2: No, they didn't get all, get many third yeah. down stops. There weren't a lot of third down stops happening in that game. Did none on either side happen. Uh, we are with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, from the uh, the conference center in Oxford for the 22nd annual banking and finance symposium. Everyone has gone home. Everybody knows bankers don't work after two o'clock on Friday afternoon. 2.30, right? 2.30. Oh, 2-30. I-, I beg your pardon. Uh, no, so everybody's kind of cleared out after a, uh, a really good day. Um, this event is put on by the, uh, the Ole Miss School of Business Administration, the Banking and Finance Department. Uh, Ken Zairey is a pr- uh, professor of finance and is uh, chairman of the Mississippi Bankers
5: Association. Not well, technically I'm the Frank R. Day Mississippi Bankers Association chair and the Dow chair and I'm also the dean of the business school. There we go. Yeah. Uh, there or we go. Something like that.
2: A lot of stuff on his uh, on his resume, and you got to have a big big business card that's two sided for, for all the stuff. He just emails you.
5: Several you commas, did. yes, yeah. yes, commas there. Uh,
2: why is this event important?
5: I think the number one thing is it brings banking professionals together to look at the current topics, and also it you integrate with students and other people, uh, not only. Uh, Commercial bankers, investment bankers, fintech people, everyone in the industry, so that you're getting continuing education, so that they can do their job effectively. And banking, uh, you know, it, it, banks can, to some, be kind of like uh, other professions, where people say, "Well, I don't like my banker," but but try surviving and getting a house or a car without a banker. Yeah. And so, what bankers do is they help us realize our dreams. They help us. Uh, buy things that we might not be able to do otherwise so we are preparing them to do that a little bit better to look at what the challenges are out there for the banking industry and and that's what we do.
2: So the 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 business school at Ole Miss and and there's a lot that that falls under that umbrella right Um, has been I don't know if critically acclaimed is the right way to describe it but but programs under the business school umbrella have been nationally ranked and are extremely well thought of. Uh, Talk to us about kids that want to come to Ole Miss and want to get into the business school. This has become pretty competitive, right?
5: Well, yeah, the great thing uh, is that we do have all of these great programs, and one of the selling points that we have to someone from say Texas or some other place that say, "I want to go to wherever UT or Austin or um, you know maybe A and M is that we can get you in the business school right away, and then after your first 36 hours, a certain select 36 over a certain GPA, you can choose a major. so you're in the business school right away, okay and other schools some other schools don't do that. Uh, that may not always be the case, and right now we're at almost 5,000 students just in business and another 1,200 or so in an account. Those are not official numbers. That's the caveat, right, until next week or whatever. But
3: You're a banker. You should be dealing with official numbers. Well, well but
5: until the call. IHL releases the All numbers, right. nobody's right. allowed to. All do. right. All right. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good guess. How about that? I'll go with that. But,
3: uh, <laughs> How much you got in the bank? Oh.
5: Yeah. Well, but it is, uh, yeah, it's been a really good run for us. I mean, COVID was tough on everybody, and, and we're at record enrollment, record freshmen. We're, we're, we'll be around 1,500 freshmen. I think even three years ago, we were around 900 or so. So it's been an incredible run for us, great growth. Uh, we are uh, placing graduates now, 35 states. We have interns that worked in 27 states, starting salary on average, $55,000. dollars mm. Um, we've got a new center for insurance transformation, a, a program we call BASE, which is professional selling and analytics and supply chain and things like that. Our entrepreneurship program is going great guns. Last year, our top prize, $10,000, we gave away $100,000 to students to start businesses. So. That's why people want to come to Ole Miss and come to the business school. There's just so much great things that we're doing and that are going on. Wonderful faculty and staff. It's when I first got here, they people told me it's like family, and I thought, oh no, I hope it's not like my family, you know, with a couple <laughs> of crazy aunts and uncles. But but it really
3: is. I know. don't know if that was ready for that one. That's a good one though. It's fun.
5: Yeah, it's very true, and uh, but but it really is, and and we've got a really good group, and uh, they work hard, and I think they add a lot of value.
2: Ken, let's let's finish here because I'm I am fascinated with the student side of it, especially having three young children who are growing up faster than I care to think about. Sure. So they go to school and they say, "Okay, I'm going to be in the business school," mm-hmm. but they have no idea the direction they want to go, whether they want to go on an accounting track or a finance track or, or whatever that is. Is, is there? You, you talked about the you can get in and then kind of figure it out. What does that process look like?
5: Yeah, that's pretty normal. I don't have data on that, but if I had to guess, I would say probably seventy or eighty percent don't know what they want to major in when they come in. They just yeah. and we have all of our core classes every person takes. So you're you're going to take marketing and management and finance and supply chain and and statistics and accounting and economics and things like that everyone takes that so then you kind of get a sample you know it's like the first time through the buffet and you go oh I like that or you thought well maybe I like that but turns out I don't like asparagus with with no cheese on it and you know something like that so that that's that's asparagus the way is good, it. Richard.
2: As I as you know, I, I like asparagus.
3: Yeah. 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 Well,
5: better with cheese and bacon on it. Oh, I, that's that. true of everything. To, hard right? to argue yeah, well, with that. that is true that's with
2: true. So very much uh, an environment that helps people figure out the direction that they want to go.
5: Right. Once they they get that under control, they can move into the uh, the major that they want, and and then it works out great for them, and uh, they go out and make, change the world. and They become leaders, and it's all good.
2: Very good. Ken, always appreciate you having us. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock. Talk Mississippi. Here we
1: we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour with you on a Friday. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, Pearl River Resort Studio. Pearl River Resort, home of the sportsbook at the Golden Moon. You can uh, learn more about them online at pearlriverresort.com or you can just visit them in person. Get in on the action at the sportsbook at the Pearl River Resort. We will be there in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, leading in, this, it's the weekend that. Um, it's the 16th. Yeah, November 16th.
3: Thanks, hey, Dad. Yeah, you're better. I, on I've dates become a, I. I've become a, become a calendar junkie. I, I look at that thing all the time. Yeah. I, I just, I got to know where we're going. We, we have back-to-back remotes that week. We are in Greenwood, Mississippi, on the 15th, which means that's a long day for, for everybody involved. That's a Wednesday. What's in Greenwood?
2: Ace bolt and screw. Oh
3: yeah. So so we're we're yeah, we're gonna talk about some power tools.
2: I have t- heard a ton about Ace bolt yeah. and screw through the years. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to that's my kind have, of store.
3: Then we have Golden Moon the next day. There we go. So.
2: And then the following week we will be in Oxford. We we'll in Oxford for, for visit uh, Oxford. Uh, yeah. Our our annual the trek. ice rink will be in. I have checked. Got to get the headed on the is, skates. I agree. You're more nimble and you now as well. There's that so you much less no, no, on no
3: no no, 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 no. What I said. I, what I said was the odds were better this year. Okay, but but you know, from going from you know plus fifty thousand to plus twenty thousand is still not a great bet.
4: Hey, Dad. As the, uh, means the odds are better. As the oracle of content on this show, I demand you to yes, put on ice skates and get uh, on an ice rink so we can video it and put it I, on
2: the internet. All right. What. Would you do it if we rent you a dolphin? <laughs> is that the thing? That's the, the the push cart that goes along with it. I'd have to I'd really hunch
3: over. Those things are for little kids, aren't they? You'd rather just skate. You, you'd be well. Oh, okay, Alex, can you skate? Can you ice skate? Will you hold my hand and like? We'd both fall down. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Is like I'm gonna. Oh, I lost all this weight and oh, oh brain
2: injury. I'm out. That's why you should hold on to the Dolphin. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it.
4: We'll, or the we'll, rail.
2: We'll talk about it when we get there. Mm-hmm. Might be 80 degrees
3: that day. You don't know. Yeah, might not. Yeah, might not. I'll skate. I know. You skated last year. Yeah. You got there with one of your kids, I think, and you were Probably last. so. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: So, we, we went to the ice rink a lot last year. I, I believe it. I, I really think, and, and I don't know if they do this or not, I really think they should sell a, like a season pass. Yeah. Like you can buy... Pay for it one time and then yeah. you're good. Just come good. skate as much as you want to. Yeah. Um, That's a million dollar idea. I, well, thank you. It might cost a million dollars. I don't know to buy the bet. pass. I probably wouldn't pay that. I don't it. think it's going to cost that much. Well, One would hope. One would hope. Uh, we are glad to be with you this afternoon. We'd love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line at 601 879 4395. 601 879 Four, three, nine, five. Coming up in just a few minutes, we will get to uh, a food Friday. But first, it's time for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log into buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built for Tough. you drive one, I promise you will love it. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today.
3: I'm just She's messing with the camera, so I'm just like wondering what she's doing. Oh, okay. Like half of my arm over here is cut. I can do whatever right. I want with this arm. Uh,
2: Borky says that we have a, a, a six-pack of picks. Yeah. A six-pack. Yeah, and we'll start uh,
4: right with there. the game that we didn't get to again, which is fine considering the spread uh, with, uh, with two questions. So Ole Miss, 24-and-a-half point favorite at home against Vanderbilt tomorrow night. Lane Kiffin spent time in his press conference a lot of time uh, essentially uh, reading his mind. Hey, fans, please bring energy because I'm afraid my team might not have as much. Uh, So 24-and-a-half, though, big line.
2: It is a big line, and I think I've spent most of the week thinking, that's probably too many points. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go against my brain here and agree with Bruce Marshall. I I don't know if Ole Miss gets to 50. Uh, they, they've done that a couple of times against Vanderbilt. I think this might be a get-well game, though, for the offense. Uh, I think Ole Miss will move up and down the field. Uh, I, I think they'll stop Vanderbilt enough. I, I'm going to lay him I'm going to lay the 24-and-a-half, take Ole Miss, lay in the points, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's too many points. <laughs> I think that, And I don't think it's the Which offense. Which is what I thought all week long, and now and here we are. I,
3: I don't think it's the offense. Like They scored 52 last year. Uh, but they, I think they'll give up some points here. Uh, I, I don't know about 50 points, but something like 38 okay. 17 is my final, but almost wins comfortably.
4: So Vanderbilt w- was only down 10 uh, last time out against Georgia in the fourth quarter, and then Georgia kind of ran away with it, but haven't covered a spread this year uh, as Vanderbilt. And I mean, 41 17 does not cover. And, you know, breaking news here is so how spread works 42 17 does. <laughs> so uh, I think Ole Miss will cover uh, by a score. You planning on missing an extra point uh, somewhere along the way, or maybe Lane settles for two there, field goals, uh, which you know, very uh, unlike him. So yeah, I, I think that they will will cover. But I will not be surprised if it's a slog early, just because of what they just went through and what they've got ahead of them. Uh, Mississippi State. We already know that's pick from yesterday, but we'll get it again. Six and a half. They are underdogs on the road on the Plains. I just don't like Auburn. I just don't think
3: they're any good, and I think State is better. Um, and, I, and I think State's going to get the win here. And I think they're going to. I think the defense last week. I think they can. They can kind of replicate that. I think they, they, they're going to be okay defensively going okay. forward. We'll see. Twenty to ten.
2: Mississippi State gets the win. Kind of an offensive explosion. Yeah. yeah. Bet the under. Uh, Borky. Uh, I will uh, take the points.
4: I I will take State to cover. I don't necessarily know if they're going to win the game, but uh, I'm thinking something like 17-14, somewhere in that neighborhood. Really close game. And I don't know if Auburn's capable of beating anybody by a touchdown at this rate. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to give me 6.5 when you're facing that offense, then I will take 6.5 facing that offense.
2: So, I readily admit that I have no idea how this game is going to go. Yeah. I have no idea how this game is going to go. I think six and a half is too many points. Um, six and a half is kind of a scary number, so I'm going to pay whatever extra I've got to pay, probably take it from minus 110 to minus 130 to buy that hook. And uh, and get it to seven, get Mississippi State a full touchdown, and then I'm going to take the dogs plus the seven. In this little scenario that we're making up along the way, so yeah, I, 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 okay, I'll take I'll uh, take the six and a half and, and take so State take to
3: cover, but I, I
2: don't, know. Oh, you don't know. No, no, I, I, and I'm just re- I, I was thinking today, I was like, I refuse to make a pick on this game because I have no idea. And what would be the point of going, this is what's going to happen. And then whether you're right or wrong, all you're doing is getting lucky.
4: With with this I I don't know. The uh, world's largest, we're not allowed to call it, outdoor cocktail party anymore. 14.5 points in favor of Georgia in this game. First look we get to the Bulldogs without Brock Bowers.
2: I don't know if we're not allowed to say it. They just prefer that we not. But I don't really care what they prefer. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Yeah. uh, Florida plus fourteen and a half.
3: I go the other way. I, I I have no idea what Florida is. That I think they're like the worst five and two team I've ever seen. Okay. I think Georgia I think Georgia's got a point to prove here. I think they'll win cover.
2: Uh like 30, 38, 10 type yeah, thing? Something like that.
4: Okay. Georgia has only once this year gotten out to a really, really, really hot start. Otherwise, they've kind of struggled early in games. And mm-hmm. now, too many people. Like, I, I like Josh Payne a lot. He, he's come on this show, seems like a really nice, uh, very pleasant guy, really smart guy. But but his take this week of, oh, Georgia's not even going to miss a beat. In fact, you might even see guys step up and be better in that offense now that he's gone, I think is insanity. When you lose a special player like that, you can still be the best team in the country, but you do take some degree of a step back. I think Georgia's propensity to start slow paired with trying to figure out how to get offensive production without, I mean, possibly the best player at his position in the sport. Yeah. Uh, give me 14 and a half. Uh, South Carolina. That line has moved, by the way. People are uh, taking the Aggies in this game, uh, apparently. 16.5 now, the Gamecocks are underdogs in College Station.
2: Beamer's last stand?
3: Jimbo's last stand? Much more likely for that.
2: Yeah. I didn't know it was winning this one by three touchdowns. I'll lay the points. This was my fishy
3: line. So I figure the fishy line might be, might as well just go ahead and say. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the points. I don't think they'll win, but craziness ensues.
4: Okay. I've, for some reason, I feel like there has been some cracks in the foundation at South Carolina. For a lot of reasons, honestly. You've got players sitting in the portal now. You've got infighting. Now you've got allegations of sign stealing, uh, buying the stolen signs from Michigan. bunch of stuff going on there. I think South Carolina is going to go to College Station and get smoked I mean 16 and a half might not be enough I, I have a feeling you said the phrase last stand for another week Jimbo's going to hold on to that job tightly and they're going to look impressive doing it
2: alright we, uh, we'll we get to the other two on the other side of food Friday but coming up next get your recipes ready get the pics ready send them to us on the C Spire text line coming up next it's a food Friday
1: Mississippi. Hey, it's go time. Sport Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Special shout-out on the Seaspire text line, 601-879-4395. I'm getting to Food Friday, but first we want to say hello to Carter. Carter is 13 years old, and he sent us a picture. He's in camo. He is going on a super hunt this weekend and wanted to uh, us to wish him luck. So, Carter... Awesome. Good luck. Hope uh, hope you're going to a great spot. Hope the people that are taking you are are ready and that you have a wonderful time. Hope the mosquitoes don't get to you. It may be a little warm out there if you're going to get a deer stand, but that's okay, man. You're going to have a great time. Carter, enjoy your super hunt. And to all of the, the, the landowners, public and private, I guess it's mostly private, across Mississippi, uh, that are involved in the uh, the super hunts, it means so much to so many kids Thank you. You deserve a massive uh, recognition, pat on the back, round of applause, all of those things. It is a really, really cool thing that you are involved in. Carter, good luck, and to uh, if you meet some friends along the way, wish them good luck for us as well. All right, it's a food Friday, so let's do it. Food Friday, brought to you by Polks. Visit them online at polksmeat.com. But you're not going to, web, to the website to eat the sausage. You're going to the website to grab some, uh, some recipe ideas, perhaps see some of the merchandise that they've got uh, available, and uh, see what the products are as well. You're going to the grocery store. I mean, if they ever come up with the technology that I can just go to a website and there's sausage, I'm clicking on that website yeah, daily well, probably. Uh, hey, yeah, probably so. Uh, You're going to go to the grocery store, though, for the sausage. You're going to look for that bright yellow packaging with the Polk's label on it. And uh, whether it's the garlic and green onion or the original or the Cajun smoked sausage, they've got you covered. Also, I've told you since the very beginning of this thing, one of my favorite things is the really small ham steaks that are perfect size to go on biscuits. You want to talk about a great way to start a football weekend, that's it. Warm biscuits with uh, hot ham uh, from Polk's. Maybe you throw a piece of cheese on there. Maybe you want to really get adventurous, throw some eggs on there. Maybe that's that. Yeah, whatever. You do you? I'm just saying. It's uh, worth it. No buts about it, folks. Picky people. Pick Polks. So, the question is, what are you cooking this weekend? I'm home for a change. Yeah. I, I get a weekend at home. Yeah. Um, tomorrow is not a cooking day. Okay. Uh, tomorrow is middle school Dance competition, go Oxford in uh, in Memphis tomorrow morning that I actually get to go to and be dad for and just cheer nice. on uh, big baby girl. And then we'll come back home. We'll go to the football game tomorrow night. But big church group for uh, for my 13 year old daughter's youth group at church coming over, and I'm doing hamburgers for like 25 or 30 people. So loading up the grill with burgers. I don't think I'm gonna try and do smash burgers for this fork. We're just going with the uh, the basic. I do, you can't I'm, do I'm those work. on the grill. I mean I've got a grill right next to the grill. Oh yeah, I, I forgot that. about
4: that. Yeah, you got the whole setup there.
2: But I still don't know if I want to do that for that many burgers. So I'm gonna just do the uh I'll probably get the pre made patties, um a little Worcestershire, uh a little um sea salt, and then sprinkle with Lowry's okay. and a little bit of uh Tony Borky
3: Borkin' I've told you we gotta get you on this W sauce, man. It's we gotta get you on this. W sauce W sauce. W sauce. Okay. You need to yeah, I don't
2: think you've told me that.
3: No, we have. They sell it at Kroger.
2: Maybe I just haven't
3: listened. You go to grocery store tonight. Go to Kroger. All right, and you'll find it.
2: All right. So, and of course, I'm going to build a massive sausage and cheese plate as That's well. Like cross staple. It is. It is. And I make no apologies for it. If you. I ever show up at your house and there's not a
3: sausage and cheese platter, I'm gonna complain. You're just gonna assume you're at the wrong place. Yeah. Where's Richard? Did he uh, died. What happened?
2: Ah, Mr. Haydad. Yeah. Are you cook going? this weekend.
3: Yeah. Uh, I took requests, so you take take it up with Emily Haydad. Okay. With what I'm about to say, but uh, she wanted fried ch- fried chicken. She wanted fried chicken, so I'm gonna fry chicken. Uh, and it really wasn't funny last time. Even. Fried chicken.
2: I love fried chicken. Somebody uh, asked me about it, but they were like, "What was he saying?" I I,
3: I said I love fried chicken. Uh, and then we're gonna do some cheese grits. Okay, uh, some green beans with bacon, and uh, some biscuits. Some some biscuits with my fried chicken. It's gonna be great. Very good. I'm very excited. Very good. That's uh, what, that was what I was requesting. <laughs> Richard sure gets less
4: amused every time you say that. I know. that's like why you I keep can see, it. you can see the soul
3: leaving his body every time. Yeah. Well, that's what happened when he yelled in the mic earlier. My soul left my body. <laughs> so maybe we we're equal, equal. Yeah. I love that noise canceling headphones. I you to say something. I, asked to something. I
2: didn't ask you to scream like a banshee. <laughs> Well, inside baseball, like, we were like, at a break. Like, hey Dad's headphone wasn't like working. Three raccoons hit working. the glass. He he uh, he put the new headset on. He's like, hey, will you say something into the mic? Just see if it works. And so stuff.
3: did he say testing, or did he say, does this work? No, no. I just went, eh. no, he sounded like somebody ran over his foot with a truck, a Ford F-150 truck from your Mississippi Ford dealers.
2: <laughs> yeah. Belk Ford and Oxford. Treat you like family. Borky, what are you gonna what are you gonna cook this weekend,
4: brother? So uh paying somebody to do it for me tonight, but I, I was at the uh, the grocery store earlier. You hired a chef? Yeah, a private chef in the house. I, I I got that cross money now. No. Uh congrats, go, man. You no, know, going out tonight, but I, I did go to the grocery store earlier to get dog food. Uh you wanna not a good start
3: to this Food Friday. No, Brookie, I, but go ahead
4: though. I'm just I, I, honestly, I'm just putting a complaint out there. Uh, you want to talk about inflation? the The dog food market is uh, insane now. I mean, the same bag I've always bought is double in price. Crazy. But I saw gigantic ribeyes at the grocery store. I'm going to go back in the morning if they've still got them. That's what I'm going to do on the smoker tomorrow. Sear it off. Do the reverse sear. Slow cook it at like two, oh five up to uh, like one fifteen sear sear compound butter
2: on top, and just enjoy my night. I think that is a fantastic decision. Sounds uh, absolutely spectacular. I appreciate all the uh, pictures of what you are planning to cook Some this of weekend. Them. Some of those pictures. Uh, we appreciate. It's a uh, is that a, is that pork? That's a tri tip. Okay. That's good. Something. Hope you enjoy that one on the uh, on the grill. Did you know... Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, W sauce. Yeah. I was trying to like make that... W- did you know W sauce had a breakfast sauce? Yes, I did. What do you put that on? I don't know. I haven't used it. Okay. Eggs. Kyle says, uh, wife's doing fried chicken and fried rice chicken. and gravy tonight.
3: Fried chicken with rice and gravy sounds great.
2: Uh, I've got somebody doing a big old batch of Mississippi caviar. That's the black-eyed peed salad, right? Yeah. Very good. Very good. That is a great... That's a winner. Every time. Uh, I just picked everything up for blackened catfish with garlic mashed potatoes and crawfish sauce. Yeah. Not a thing in the world wrong with any of that. Uh, Anything... Oh, Mike uh, says... (laughs) Mike says that he's having Polk's garlic and green onion sausage po'boys tonight. He is making a pot of red beans and rice with Polk's original smoked sausage tomorrow. And on Sunday morning, he will be having Polk's Cajun sausage and eggs. That's a well-balanced meal. I responded... I said, Mike, does this mean that you received your prize package from Polks? And he sent us a picture of it with all of them laid out. A reminder that you can be part of the Polks Pick 6. Go to supertalk.fm slash polks. Supertalk.fm slash polks. Pick all six games. All you have to do is pick winners and then put the tiebreak score in there as well. And you are all set. You're part of the contest. And... um if you are the winner, then you will get a six-pack of Polk's meat products from our friends at Polk's. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Dwayne and Brandon starting early. Homemade chili this weekend, getting ready for that low of 32 coming up on Wednesday. Uh, the planning ahead is not a bad thing. Not a bad idea. Uh, brining a whole chicken for the pellet grill. Michael Borke says he will at some point soon be in the pellet grill market.
3: One day soon, yeah, for convenience. There you go. As soon as that OnlyFans gets going.
2: Cross having kicking chili made with beans, chocolate, and cinnamon for the Grove tomorrow. Uh, Stop by. Start of the circle. Uh, Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give your um, location away. Donald, uh, appreciate that very much. And if you can do that, would love to. Uh, Not good. Ooh. Sorry. No, I was just trying to check. Is something Is there a problem? Fried oysters. No, I was looking for recipes. There okay. were a lot of messages coming in at once, and they weren't all Food Friday related. Fried oysters and cold beer for a Food Friday. Yeah, sounds great. Memphis barbecue before the Stevie Nicks show. That's from Hot Sauce.
3: <laughs>
2: Classic football weekend, going with the nachos poured out in the table, while the hot wings smoke and just enjoying the weather and watching football with the guys.
3: Where's he? Um, yeah, an address on that. You weren't one. invited. They would, they they would love to see me. Imagine if I showed up. Be
2: great. Uh, last one. Here you go. We're we're finishing with Jeff and Madison. He's smoking five Boston butts and 20 pounds of Polk's Smoked Sausage. That is from Jeff in Madison. Thank you for being a part of Food Friday. Find them online at polksmeats.com. When you go to the grocery store, be sure that you grab that yellow packaging from Polk's. No butts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. We're back with you at the Pearl River Resort Studio
6: after this. Oh, the blame.
1: It's time for more Sports Talk Mississippi. Finally. Finally! On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
3: Get Borky's thoughts on what we were just talking about. Sure. So, Borky. Yeah. If
2: I wanted to get you a Christmas present. Yeah.
3: We, we were. I was listening to a pod, to a Brandon Walker's podcast today, right? Oh, you they, didn't have to credit that. But. That's my guy.
2: Yeah, well. He so doesn't anyway. credit us. Huh?
3: He doesn't credit us. What does it. he ever take from us? Well, who knows? I listen to his podcast. Nothing.
2: Yeah. Well, the show would probably be a little better if he did. You're not wrong.
3: So, anyway. they they the, Another Barstool podcast did it, like an employee appreciation thing for this one guy. so And I, I said, this is something that Richard would do to you. They got him an all-expense-paid trip from New York to Perth, Australia. Okay? He leaves on – he, he left
2: – So far, are you in?
3: Uh, I, yeah. All right. He left today, and he has to be back on Monday. His flight, return flight was on Monday. <laughs> it's 60 hours in the plane and 26 hours on the ground.
4: S- 60 hours on the plane? So it's 30 Eighties hours from-, from New York to Perth one way, Apparently, essentially?
2: I, yeah, uh, Here you go. Yeah, JFK to Perth with one stop in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong! <laughs> Travel time, 24 hours and 50 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Coming home, Perth, uh, to JFK with a stop in... Doha,
3: what what is the? Uh,
2: I, I'm gonna guess that's Qatar.
3: Airport code. What is the
2: code? D O H. Yeah, that's gonna be in Qatar.
3: That is in. It's in Doha. Qatar.
2: Yeah, 29 hours and 50. Are you really gonna argue with me over international airport codes, brother? <laughs> I'm just. I didn't know. So, <laughs> Porky likes that. I mean, of all the things to argue with me about, you're gonna pick international air code
3: I'm sorry. I when forgot.
2: I'm looking at it being the flight on Qatar Airlines, it's on
3: Qatar. I didn't hear the Qatar Airlines.
2: Well, no, well. you you didn't.
3: You sure it's not out of uh, Thailand? What's the capital of Thailand?
2: Oh, really? <laughs> really? Second time today you've used that joke. I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna make you say the punchline at some point. Mm. Punchline being the. Uh, Operative horror. So Brook, yes, that's that's what they did to this so,
4: guy. So what kind of tickets though? Like is he? That's that's what we were wanting to know.
3: Yeah, I don't know if if they got first class tickets, it might not be that bad.
4: But is there is there really a twenty nine hour flight where you are sitting confined in the tiny seats like when you're you know? On I don't know, a, man.
3: I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That's a that's a deep
4: vein thrombosis
3: waiting to happen. Hey, here's the thing.
2: Is. It's not a 24-and-a-half-hour flight. Okay. It's a 16-hour flight followed by an 8-hour flight.
3: Oh, so there's a layover okay. in there somewhere. So you, get okay. in Hong in Kong.
2: There. you get a little break in there. a little break in there. What there's kind of seat f- am I in? That's the question. A 55-minute layover <laughs> in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong. <laughs> you got to get off the plane and run. You literally
3: have
4: to run. There's no way that the, you're at the next gate, get all the juices back in your legs, I guess. Yeah, depending on the seat I do you it, have to I think I'm an would. elephant to the next to the next thing.
3: They take you on a rickshaw.
4: So is this guy actually doing this, by the way? Like, it, it, he's, I, think, he's, I think they're going to make
3: him do it to be honest with you from what I can tell. Mm. I was telling them, I listen to that podcast as I walk, and if you had seen me walking at the moment that that was revealed? You would have been like, what is that guy? He's a madman. I was laughing. I was cackling just in the middle of my neighborhood with nobody around me.
4: Man, what do you do for 16? I mean, I guess you try to sleep for half of it, right? <laughs> I mean, I you, you get some melatonin and a couple of beers in you and pass out for half the flight, but, I mean, what do you do for the other eight? I have no idea. That's a that's a brutal Prank
3: slash I – mean, and you get to Australia, you only have one day. I mean, and you've you're got to
2: be jet-lagged to death. Well, I mean, that, that, that's the kicker. I mean, yeah. you're basically just going to go on like a 72-hour stay-up fest.
3: Yeah. That's a bender is what that is. That's where we're going.
4: Mm. Yeah, I think I'd do it. And that's I'm terrified brutal. of flying, too, and I, I still think I'd do it. Oh, I wouldn't do it. I'd just be like, yeah, guys, I appreciate
2: Wait, it. Wait, you're man. you're terrified of flying?
4: I hate it. Can't stand it. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Okay. I mean, I like it doesn't prevent me from going places.
3: I'm Richard's like, googling I, prices, by the way, so be careful this Christmas. You might have something coming your <laughs> no, way. No,
2: I was I was curious what this was first class.
3: So yeah, the prices you were looking at were the were the Econo class. You get your bag of uh, yes, you yes, get your biscotti it, cookie and your uh, bottle of water that's it, it three was, ounces.
2: It was absolutely a cheapest available option.
3: All right, so how much is it to, to fly? The good way. Uh, How much cross money am I, I going to have to come off of here?
2: Let's do that out of LAX. Right, I'm sorry. Let's do it. We're, we're, let's, let's do it out of Jackson. <laughs> JXN. You're going to connect in Atlanta. Yeah. I assure you. Uh, all right. So LaGuardia to Perth. Uh, First class, $27,000. <laughs> that's a, that's just the one way, too, right? No, no, no. That's, that, round that's right. a round
3: trip. Okay. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah. It's probably yeah. a third of somebody's salary at that bar stool. That guy's, yeah, okay.
2: Two stops in Chicago, O'Hare, and Dubai, and then so, coming home. So the
3: first stop is like an hour after you got on the plane.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got an hour and a half flight, and, and, and then. <laughs> and then
3: it's
1: 20 straight hours.
2: I love that it says view deal.
1: Uh, deal!
2: You- <laughs> Listen to him.
1: It's a
3: deal.
2: Uh this is on Emirates which supposedly is now, a it's probably very nice, yes. I mean, if you were going to uh, Yes. Yeah. I think if you had $30,000 to it better invest be, in first class, you probably want you to You could a, probably get a second drink Emirate, for free. Emirates Air is probably the way to yeah. uh the way to go.
3: You would love Emirates. They because they support your uh they're the jersey sponsor of your beloved Canon.
2: So 315 to 454 gets you New York to Chicago. And I think that's a, <laughs> It out. That changes the time zone, too, I think. Yeah, yeah.
4: Why'd they pick uh, Perth, be, just distance? Uh, O'Hare to Dubai. I don't know.
3: I guess. Maybe like the furthest place in the world they could send him to.
4: Because the water appears oh. to be nicer, but Perth, just looking at these images on Google, just, it's like Tampa, but with better accents. <laughs>
3: the Tampa of Australia. What an incredible marketing campaign that would be. Mm. Hi, right, mate. Have you... Been wanting to go to Florida, but that's, that's not really Australian. I can't. I don't know if I can pull it off. But <laughs> the Tampa of Australia. I want a T-shirt that says that.
2: Somebody said that uh, they made the trip, and uh, the plane that I went on to Australia had a bar on deck three. It was an Airbus A380. By the way, that is a massive. It's gotta airplane. be. It's got three decks. I can. I can guess. Yeah. Uh, his plane ticket cost six thousand eight hundred dollars. Sixty-eight hundred dollars. Bear Bryant and Lewis Grizzard were talking about flying once, and Grizzard stated that if given the choice, don't fly. If not given the choice, don't fly sober. There you go. The great Lewis Grizzard.
3: My wife not big, not big on the flying. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, and her job sometimes she has to fly to like El Salvador and Honduras.
2: Okay. Uh,
3: Okay, yeah, my life, not very interesting. That's all right, Richard. Please, regale us with more stories of your
2: life, though. I was reading a text message and was trying to comprehend what you were saying and I was saying at the same time. I was reading at the same time. You said she doesn't like to fly but has to go to El Salvador?
3: Yeah, for work sometimes. How often? She hasn't been since COVID, but she went a few times before COVID.
2: She had to fly first class for that?
3: They have a private jet.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a bit of a game (laughs) Game changer. Jaron won. Yeah, that's uh, that is a bit of a game changer there. If you're going to do that, uh, so <laughs> what? I don't know what this. St- <laughs> what is this? Uh-huh. What did he say? We can't uh-huh. read it on the air, but that's incredible. Borky, if we go all the way back to the watchability scale this weekend... <laughs> <laughs> well, we got two games left to
3: pick. We didn't do that.
2: Oh yeah, we That's right. That's uh,
3: right.
4: That's right. Tennessee, two Kentucky. Minutes. Tennessee's a three and a half point favorite at Kroger Field, which actually should Kroger's. be pretty jacked up for this game. But yeah, three and a half point favorite are the Vols.
2: Don't they play for like a uh, beer to. keg or they something? They used to. Do they, they stop? Yeah. Why? Because you, well, you know. To someone? Oh, you know yes. why?
3: Because there's alcohol, and they can't have that.
2: So the alcohol that they sell in the stadium—that's different. That Woodford Reserve. That's
4: different. Is That's different because they can make money business. on it. That's right. So, okay. anyway. uh,
3: that being said, this is another fishy line. Uh, Kentucky is not any good. Uh, uh, Missouri murdered them a couple of weeks. Yeah, at Kroger's Field. So, yeah, they'll do it. Uh, Tennessee wins big here.
2: Is this a Stoops' last stand game? Is, no, no, for, he's for safe this year? Don't want me for this year. I mean,
3: for this year. I mean, in terms of
2: like what their season
3: yeah, yeah. could be. Yeah, right. yeah, probably so.
4: I don't know who they have left, but they still have Alabama, Board. and State. What do you, what you got here? I do like the Vols here, actually. I think yeah. Kentucky's in kind of a tailspin, really not productive at quarterback. There's you know, it's all conjecture and stuff, but I uh, was reading some things for people that cover the team up there about potential locker room issues going on right oh. now, not handling things uh-huh. well and Now that I said that, they're going to beat Tennessee by 17. But
2: do we know if they've had the dreaded team meeting?
4: Oh, the the players only meeting?
2: Yeah, yeah, the, the players only team meeting. If there's been a players only meeting, I'm out.
4: I haven't seen any of that reported that yet. yet. I
3: haven't heard that yet.
2: I think I'm out regardless. I'll lay the balls three and a half. Although Tennessee wearing the black cleats with the all-white jerseys actually agree with Wes Rucker on something. What mm-hmm. a stupid look. Uh, Utah minus six and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, Oregon. Oregon the favorite. Minus six and a half at Utah. I'm with Bruce. Utah wins. Wrong team. Favored. I agree. Utes. That's not the U for Miami. That's the, the Utes. Or they have a what difference.
3: the is a Ute?
2: I, look it up, man. G- Google is your friend.
3: He didn't get it, Hayden. Hey, didn't get it. Once again, we need a, a chalkboard of references that Richard didn't get. The Hangover? Nope. Office space? Not even close. You're oh. getting further away. You, you, you couldn't be any further away. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll wrap things up with you after this. This is a place for crazy people.
1: If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Looking like twenty-one grand on American Airlines to uh, fly a business class. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's expensive flight. Getting you a main cabin for forty-three hundred. Wonder what premium economy. Wider seats with more legroom. Feels like that would be important for. Uh, yeah. A flight like that. Yeah, especially for me. Let less so now than in the I past. Mean, yeah, a year ago
3: I'd be like, you know what, no. Not, not, not going to do this. I'm not, I'm not doing the seat extender, the belt extender for uh, 20 hours. Yeah. Uh,
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, most of the time with you uh, in the Pearl River Resort studio. If you are looking for a new Ford truck, then Belk Ford in Oxford is the place to go. They've got you covered. Great selection. And, and not just like one kind of option. Uh, they've got a bunch of different types of F-150s, whether you're looking for a, a, a Lariat or an XLT or one of the trimmer models or whatever it is that you're looking for, they can help you out. And if they don't have it, they'll do their best to uh, to find it for you as well. They're going to treat you right. They're going to treat you like the person that you expect to be treated as, not like some pushy sales tactics. They're not just trying to get you in a car to hit a quota and move on to the next person. They'll be good to you at, uh, at Belk Ford. Good selection. Uh, they also, I, I, in fairness, I've been out of town for a couple of days, but last I checked, they had the, um, uh, the, the electric Ford Mustang, which doesn't look like a Ford Mustang at all. It looks, it's hard to explain exactly what it looks like. It's, uh, it's really cool. It's, it's crossover style and it is Fast. You can uh, you can check that out as well, or if you're looking for an electric vehicle and you want a truck, Ford Lightning might be the uh, way to go. Regardless, they'll take care of you at Belk Ford, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Look them out up online at BelkFord.net, or uh, give them a call. If you stop by and see them, tell them that you heard about Belk Ford on Sports Talk Mississippi. And uh, if Ford's not it, but Toyota's for you just up the hill, you got Oxford Toyota. OxfordToyota.com. It does not look like a Mustang. You're right. It's kind of sporty looking though. Isn't yeah,
3: it? it is. It definitely looks. It looks like a sports car, but it doesn't look like a Mustang.
2: You know what it reminds me of? What's it that? reminds me of the Infiniti QX. Mm. They had. It was kind of the rounded. Yeah. Shut up, hey dad.
3: It <sighs> did they look like a 2010 Toyota Corolla. Because so that's what I know.
2: Yeah, that's that's what you know. Me, me and uh, Dr. Siree. <laughs> you like <the> paid <laughs> off, brother. <laughs> what's your dream car? Yeah. I, I got, got, two, Toyota I got two of them. Really, what do you drive? <laughs> paid off Toyota Tacoma. I got two of them. Um, what's the game that you are most looking forward to tomorrow? It's Oregon-Utah. Okay. I mean, it just, I mean, maybe that's just a chalk answer,
3: but that's the best game on the schedule.
2: We got a question earlier today, Borky, about our thoughts on the line for the Southern Miss game. Appalachian State is a 17-point favorite. Our friend Luke Johnson is in Boone, North Carolina. Beautiful Boone, North Carolina. Sent us a picture of the stadium in an incredible setting. Just a really year. cool look. Um, Appalachian State's a 17-point favorite. I, I, I don't know why I would go against Appalachian State. Yeah. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but there's nothing that I've seen in recent weeks from Southern Miss that's like, you know what? This is the week that they're covering the 17. So
4: especially on the road in an environment like that too. I mean, it's just
2: yeah. I mean, truth of the matter is that's just a game that I would stay away from, from a wagering standpoint, from an investment standpoint, because I don't know. I mean, it scares me because I think Southern Miss is like it, it's got to come together a little bit at some point. And so maybe they're really competitive and in a game. But we haven't seen that in a while from him. They they, they have not been competitive uh, recently and uh, have had, what, 10 or 11 days to get ready this is the for the first this
3: game one. since since Wilhall made the changes to the staff where he's on our call in the play. So maybe yeah. that gives them a little spark. We'll see.
2: Um, night games tomorrow, maybe some of these grab your attention. Washington at Stanford Air Force at Colorado State. Tennessee, Kentucky's a 6 o'clock kick on ESPN. Ohio State at Wisconsin. The Buckeyes are a 14-and-a-half point favorite. Almost a big favorite at home tomorrow night at 6.30. Colorado at UCLA. Colorado coming off the open date. UCLA a 15-point favorite. Chip Kelly's team is 5-and-2 on the year. All right, North Carolina is at Georgia Tech. Uh, Carolina's favored by 12. Georgia Tech has I, – I thought Georgia Tech was going to be better than this. Like, I, I saw yeah. some things early from them that I liked, but they just haven't gotten it done. Uh, Jay they do Patterson. have that one win, one. though. Yeah. And it's year one for, for Brent Key. Like, That's right.
3: Yeah, last year doesn't count, so.
2: Yeah. Um, the late games tomorrow night, Oregon State at Arizona – that could be fun, yeah. DJU and Oregon State, the Beavers, headed to uh, Tucson, uh, an Arizona team that is playing well and is uh, four and three now on the year. And then one of Bruce's picks was the uh, the late game, taking San Jose State laying the eleven on the road against Hawaii. Thanks for being with us. Good to be back with you boys. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the college football. Enjoy the grill. Enjoy the last little bit of warm weather that we may have for the last couple, the next couple of weeks. Or just count down the minutes until it cools off. Whatever you want to do. Uh, but hope you enjoy it. Nonetheless, From the Pearl River Resort Studio, from Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks to our friends uh, at the Ole Miss School of Business Administration for Banking and Finance. It was good to be here again today for the 22nd Annual Banking and Finance Symposium.
0: Good night from Oxford.